forever. Dog. Warning, the following podcast may contain shadow play and songs that have not aged well. It may be low capacity, but it's high adventure. From Wreck-It Ralph 2, Danny Fernandez helps the good boys become lost boys. It's Peter Pan's Flight on Podcast The Ride. Welcome to Podcast the Ride, the theme park podcast hosted by three boys who would not make good members of Peter Pan's gang because they're deathly afraid of getting lost. My name is Mike Carlson. Joining me as always, Jason Sheridan. Uh, yeah, I like to usually know my whereabouts. I told you once that I usually know where the ocean and the mountain is, wherever I am. Is that really that's, a thing? Well, that's what how I you... learned how to navigate LA, of like the mountains are that way. Okay, ocean is that way, downtown is that way. Do you have a sense, no. like if I placed you anywhere in Los Angeles, you just have a sense of where it is? Or do you always uh, just check your phone? Yeah, I huh. kind of have a sense. Hmm. But uh, do you... That's Scott Gardner. I, I, do you, like, there's places, though, where you can't see an ocean or a mountain. Many places. No, I can't. Just, just more of a general set. Not like like special forces, I think. You're supposed to like know <laughs> when you're in a room, you're supposed to have an internal compass to know which way mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. stuff. As do you if you're trying a new donut place and you're well, not sure where it is on a map. It's helpful to get yeah be able to get back there by sense memory. <laughs> uh, well, let's bring our guest in to see if she knows where a nearby mountain or ocean is. Uh, she's an actress, she's a writer, a podcaster. You know her from her podcast, Nerdificent. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Danny Fernandez. Yay. Um, I actually don't have great sense, but I feel like I would know where I am in this town. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you drop me off at like Sunset and Gower, mm-hmm. I would be like, oh, this is Sunset and Gower. Well, sure. You're, in, sure. you're in Gower Gulch, which amazingly <laughs> has not come up on this show despite being a themed environment. Yeah. So we talk a lot about like malls and themed oh, stuff. Yeah. And that's like one of the primary themed malls oh yeah it's a little old west town is what it is yeah there's a denny's in the parking lot (laughs) yes oh my gosh it's not the best denny's i've ever been to oh not but always hopping yes hopping i will give it Mm -hmm. yeah yeah uh do y'all talk about the burbank mall then the uh, burbank town center it's certainly come up it's come up Mm-hmm. Uh, um, do you do you have there, particular thoughts and observations? Well, I think that there's like a top floor that's nothing now. I find that so fascinating. Yeah, I don't think any anyone goes up there. Oh, you mean the the entire top floor? Yeah. Yeah. The, right? Well, there's, there's that there's the movie theater. Uh, that Bur- must the, be why the Burbank area has three AMC's, and they're two of them are AMC six and AMC eight. Yeah. It is impossible AMC, to remember which one right. is where. I think that's I think it's eight. Oddly, the bigger one is in the mall. Eight. Well, yeah. there's eight, six, six and 16. sixteen. And I'm not kidding you, listener. They're all within walking distance. They are all within walking distance. And the the empty thing is the emptiness. I think comes from the fact that the food court moved from the third floor to the first floor. A phenomenon <laughs> no. I've never seen at any other <laughs> shopping uh, mall. The, we have not done a ton of deep dive Burbank Mall yet. We will get there. Okay. But mm-hmm. Burbank Mall, it's going away a little bit. But Burbank Mall has some of the best fake stores I've ever seen. Like a store that just sells fake plants and like a big uh, glass tiger. Mm-hmm. 
and you're one like and there's a there were a couple of those at a certain <laughs> point a couple different stores that you could buy a fake plant and a big glass tiger i'll see some of those on wilshire i'm like how do you have this prime real estate yeah. and like you're closed most of the time yes and like when you open you're just selling like three chandeliers like i uh-huh. don't i want to understand <laughs> yeah i that is one of the things if i was a, a ball if i was like a larry david type i would wander in and go how do you make money explain it to me can i see a business plan can i see how much a day you make like there's a video game store in, in the burbank mall that's yeah. not gamestop it looks like a fake <laughs> no it's true it, it's a knockoff gamestop yeah and it looks all like the logo looks cheap inside they have very little stock of and it's anything kind of dark in there it's very <laughs> it's dark in there it's a front that's what i'm getting there, at. there's a lot of, there's a, it's a real mystery place because like there's a store that has like a lot of uh, imported stuff, a lot of Pocky and stuff like Totoro's. And, mm-hmm. and then well, there is a second store that has Pocky and stuff Totoro's. It's like, well, now, wait a minute. Hold on. This mall isn't that big that there are survive. two of these. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a fascinating mall. It's one of the most interesting malls, this Burbank mall specifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't just... Well, I think another reason why it's so ghostly uh, and same with because I went to high school in in Dallas and like some of our malls are shutting down there and like is because of Amazon, I hope I think or Highland or okay. one of those North Park's one, the super fancy one, one. Of those I spent is shutting a lot of time down. there on a I'm Dallas s- trip I loved it I'm so sorry to <laughs> alert you of this one of those is shutting down but I think it's because of Amazon like right. because everyone's oh, just like sure. online shopping and stuff oh, which I've... it's it's funny to me whenever something that started online actually becomes a store though like so in the Burbank mall they have Fashion Nova and yes. Fashion Nova yes. was like huge because Cardi B's always wearing mm-hmm. it and stuff and they actually got so big that they opened an actual store so oh, it's yeah. one of the few like physical locations of what? it. I have Nova. seen that. What's it's... a fashion Nova? <laughs> <laughs> what is a fashion it's Nova? It's like Forever 21, but like slightly sluttier and more mm. just like you clearly <laughs> want to look like you're in a music video. I shop there a lot. Sure. <laughs> sure. Hey. I'm not kidding. I haven't. Do they have men's clothes at Fashion Nova? No. Is they, have a cu- they have a little bit. Okay. Because I well, recently started shopping at Forever 21. Yeah. Really? Because they have. Yeah. They have a lot of. It's not. It's nothing crazy. It's, you know, I don't think I knew they had male clothing. Yeah. I mean, I have a a sweatshirt with roses on it. Mm -hmm. I got from there. Mm -hmm. So I'm, you know, I'm doing it now. Believe me when I say I'm not trying to segue and get us back to the topic, but Forever 21 is a perfect. uh, (laughs) uh, Yeah, it is. Yeah. For for never growing up. Um. Yeah, you're right. Forever 12. (laughs) Forever 12. That's where the Lost Boys would shut. That's where you buy like raccoon suits. That has to be Peter Pan. In my mind, he hasn't hit puberty yet, right? Yeah, that's a good question. I feel like he's starting it. Because he's, he's maybe still a little late built. Comer. I think he's like a, he's tall. He's at the growth spurt, but not the rest of the puberty, maybe. <laughs> he's at like Wendy, because like Wendy's right on the line. Uh-huh. Of like They're both, they both are, yeah. To, yeah. So um, so changes are happening, but all of the changes aren't happening, maybe. Well, they were happening, and now I think they're frozen for him. Yeah, can you believe oh. that you're just in puberty forever? Yeah, I really <laughs> hadn't thought about the nightmare that that is Ugh. for Peter. But he's like an eighth grader with a, an army of fifth graders, mm-hmm. all in like, yeah, fast fashion animal skins. Where it's like <laughs> Fashion this, Nova style. Fashion Nova, yeah, it doesn't matter. It didn't cost that many Neverland bucks. If this gets messed up in one of the endless pirate fights you have to, that is your life, <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. And we all know how 
when you graduate a school, if you go to middle school and then go back to your elementary school or you're, or you're, you get to college and you go back to high school, everyone worships you and follows you around. It, mm-hmm. It's not like people think that's weird and you should get out of the school uh, as, <laughs> as soon as you've arrived. For sure, Peter would have an army of little ones at his disposal. Yeah, it's uh, it, all of these things really uh, take the fun out of Peter Pan, don't they? <laughs> this is really... You mean like thinking about it at all? Yeah, analyzing it for a second. Like, that's, that's a real bummer, isn't it? Well, you know, I mean, what takes the fun out of Peter Pan is, uh, is uh, watching it. Like, oh. I, think we, I think we all have to hold on to memories of what it is and not actually view the film. <laughs> because I, I did, I know Jason did, and I yeah. did in preparation. You inspired me to do it today as well. And I think it is a film best unwatched. It's prob- problematic, yeah. Yeah. It, it, the, the ride is the perfect amount of Peter Pan. Like, there is a reason mm. this ride is, like, incredibly popular. Mm-hmm. Like, shot, like, lines, like, our, pushing our weight lines sometimes. Even but it doesn't have a fast, sometimes. it's like the one of the ones that doesn't have a fast pass, right? Right. right yeah. So it's like, you have to, if you love this ride, mm-hmm. you have to stick it out. And, like, it's wild because in Fantasyland, which is largely for... You know, I think of like the kiddie ride, the the rides that kids can actually go on. Because mm-hmm. like my niece yeah. and nephew can't go on Space Mountain uh, yet. It's insane that it's an hour wait. It's, always, I I haven't said this a lot on the show, but it, like if you're getting to one of the Magic Kingdom style parks at opening or staying until closing, this is I think the ride more so than like a Space Mountain. Like a space mountain, like you can give it a couple hours and it'll still kind of have a manageable weight. But this, the weight gets so quick so fast. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's a line that gives you almost nothing. You are just back and forth and back and forth. It is very old school line. I know in Florida, they've, there's more, there's a room that you go in and there's, you know, you, you do little interactive uh, displays with shadows Florida's and stuff. Florida's queue, watching the video of the current queue in Florida is shocking because it's yeah. like a full nursery with mm-hmm. like shadows and pixie dust and like, it seems fun. Yeah, but this one, this is, you know, obviously this is an opening day attraction. This is in 1955 and it's a very 1955 style line. It is, they had not come up with any ideas of how to make a line It's the Matterhorn line. They're the same. Yeah, yeah, that is also very boring. There is not. It's just much open. Going on there. Yeah. There's nothing to do. You yeah. go You're one way and you go yes. the other way, and you hear a type of music that isn't. A, it's not specifically annoying, but I would never choose to put on Swiss Alp music. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just oh, which serious will I put on today? <laughs> Sounds is, of the Alps. Is there any like updated Swiss Alps music? Like a Diplo produced Swiss mm. Alps album. Yeah, there's there a, gotta be. Is there a Grammy category that I'm not aware of? Right. And there's, a, there's a thriving. Because you look like real dumb if there is now. Like I would never listen to Swiss Alps music, but then people, the kids will be like, you know, there's a. I was gonna say Dead Mouse, which just made me look dumb. Wow. There's a newer. There's got to be a newer DJ. Yeah, that's true. If, you're, if you're trying to f- stay Forever 21, you got to update Damn the references. It. I blew this whole fell apart for me. Have you guys heard that rave, um, the Haunted Mansion one, but it's like rave style? Have you listened no. to that? Oh my gosh, no. I have it. I want to. Do you no. want to play rave it for you? What is the yes, artist please. of this? Do you um, I'll have to find it. But it would be great if they did all of the all of the Disney rides as opposed to just. Uh, 
We've it, talked about this album called Deconstructed. Yes. That is all kind of electro remixes of Disney songs. Mm-hmm. What like, else is on there? Winnie the Pooh. Like, Winnie the Pooh. Oh, that sounds like fun. Yeah. There's an Annette Funicello song, Pineapple Princess. It's an old Sherman Brothers song, and they've like remixed the hell out of it, and it's so unpleasant. The original was like a fun. A fun ukulele song, and now it's just this unlistenable club club mix. Strange. And I don't think I'm being old man about it. I, it, it really is unpleasant. I'll just find it while we're talking. Sure, I sure. think they had to change the name. It can't be like Haunted Mansion, so I don't oh. even know what it is in my Spotify. It's oh, probably like yeah. Spooky House. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get sued. Cobweb Place. Um, uh, the, I mean, this this movie has some recognizable song uh oh is it yeah just one for recognizable sure. song? and then there is a song uh when i was watching it i went like you know like the one i think you can leave sketch like this can't be what this is and then it was it was a long song called What's, what wait, makes, what does that have to do with, with i think you should i was just watching like this song You're- start and i went this can't what this is <laughs> like it's just a it's a i guess you probably shouldn't even say the name of the song at this point i wouldn't mind not saying yeah, it. No. yeah it's just a it's a it's you forget all of the weird portrayals of native americans essentially yeah. is what you're saying or native neverland even native, though like, well yeah you're right it's not <laughs> your fair oh <laughs> wait is that the song that's in there uh, yeah, that is not in, the ride. not in the ride. Not in the ride. Oh, you Don't mean worry. in the movie? Rewatching the movie, yeah. going to Disney Plus Oof, and watching yeah. this, mm-hmm. and I don't know. Maybe there was like a, one of those like a product of its time warnings, uh, and was, I was yeah. looking away, but no, I was no, no. shocked by this one. There is a there is a warning that comes up okay. when you press play, but the warning they do not do the bizarre phrase they've done uh, contains outdated cultural depictions, which is on a lot of movies. There is only contains de- tobacco depictions. Oh, oh yes. really? Yeah. Not yeah. the other? And they don't, what, that are at, but these things are happening it, in the same scene, so it's almost like they got distracted. Like, okay, this is a tobacco scene. And they just, and they forgot. Yeah, did, I was going to say, did somebody forget? It's not like there's much of an effort to add a couple words into Also, a do warning. they have that in the great mouse detective? Because, like, he's smoking a pipe and oh, stuff, yeah. right? Yeah, like, right. is there, you not supposed to be smoking at all mm. yeah probably that's interesting yeah i would assume that would be a you guys i'm here for the deep dives knobs and broomsticks actually <laughs> they're smoking <laughs> constantly in bed knobs and broomsticks <laughs> Cigars, those the knobs are bongs <laughs> the children are ripping bong hits in bed knobs and broomsticks uh are you a, are you a big disney uh head in, in that am, case uh-huh. yes grew up just like obsessed with disney in fact my brothers actually hid um the lion king vhs for me because i played it too much yeah mm-hmm. they like hid it under the couch you were gonna like destroy it was that the fear like you were gonna like it was gonna turn to dust they were annoyed oh <laughs> they didn't want to see it anymore yeah oh, okay i played huh. it way too much wow. we were one of those i don't know if y'all did this but like with our vhs's if we like something we just played it again and sure. again and again oh, so yeah. that's how i know the mask like uh word for word <laughs> Jim carries yeah. the mask. you know and it was like whatever my parents gave us so it's like that that's kind of what you latch on to. It doesn't even matter if yeah. it's good, although I think that movie is. Sure. Um, the yeah. repetition and the, the, these kids, the kids now don't have to uh, wait for the tape to be rewound. Yeah. <laughs> um, they can just scroll immediately back. The hassle that it was mm-hmm. to rewatch a, a favorite scene. You had mm-hmm. to wait all, an entire, what, two and a half minutes. Yeah. Boy, our childhoods were rough. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, was Lion King your favorite of all of them? Yeah, but then, I don't know, it's kind of like changed. So I really, really, well, I'm always a big fan of a Goofy movie. Mm-hmm, like sure. that was so, and now it's kind of had a resurgence, but for yeah. the longest time, people would be like, what? Like a, an extremely goofy movie. But I'm like, no, it's not the same. <laughs> listen, there's like, you have to listen to the Powerline songs. And I was just like such a big yeah. fan of a goofy movie. And now like Target realized that and like capitalized on the nostalgia. Yes. And now you can get like Powerline there, which is chill. What um, happened there? Why dis- Why was that like the cult Disney movie? And then they figured it out. Why was there this syndrome? And how like, because it very much felt like no one else was watching it. Or there was only one person in every school who was watching a right. and now everybody found each other in LA and such. Well, they've all gone into the arts. <laughs> every that's single true. one yeah. of them is, yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's also because it's not like traditional Disney movies have like a princess or a, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like some type of magical fantasy and this was like just a teen kid that hated his dad. <laughs> if you look back at it when I watch it, I you're like, oh my God, you're such an ass to your dad. Like he just wants to spend time with you. Yes. Um, I still love max but uh yeah and and i think goofy's kind of like as much as he's iconic he's kind of like one of the side people as opposed to like mickey and minnie and dot like yeah i think of goofy as like no one's fave i don't know i'm sorry it's definitely someone's fave (laughs) yeah as a kid he was my fave for sure but he's also like a sort of a side character in that movie oh totally it's sort of he's just like a a, i was just calling goofy like literally but he's just like a dopey like dad he's just trying he's there to embarrass his son yeah the movie is really i think it also hit for a lot of us at the same time when max was we're talking about puberty it's like a puberty movie too yeah it's like that's also i think a lot of us saw it during that point and was like relatable and a reverse of the dynamic that starts off peter pan because mr darling hates his fucking kids (laughs) that was another thing watching this where i was like wow this guy really hates his kids like between this and mary poppins like british fiction like (laughs) british young people's fiction is just filled with like you know okay so first off your dad hates you obviously (laughs) yeah i think that that was around but really normal too back then to kind of like just the dad is like allowed to be like that because he makes all the money and just like Mm -hmm. shoving the kids off and right yeah uh yeah dad's like their children was new past <laughs> no, the 30s yeah. and, it, and in america i did british dad british dads i think didn't start liking their kids till maybe this century it was like mm. like 2003 or so there was an awakening yeah yeah among all british i wanted to british say dads. i found the thing oh, oh yeah yeah yeah, okay. yeah. yeah that's it <laughs> isn't that dope that is good <laughs> that's fun it like really breaks down though it gets Oh, yeah, the uh, bells come bells. in. Yeah, that's good. Does it, like, have a dubstep middle, maybe? Oh, yeah, just wait. It's about to kick into stuff, man. Oh, man. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to party. One, two, three, one. It, like, gears <laughs> up even more. Okay, so, anyways. Who, what's Who, the artist yeah, there? Okay, so it is Haunted Mansion. I don't know why it didn't come up for me. It's Spooky Scary Skeletons. Spooky Scary Skeletons. Okay. The artist like is Spooky Scary Skeletons? Well, I'm sorry. That's what comes up on Spotify. No, I love it. I want to know if they have more music. <laughs> it uh, might be the album, but that's what's coming up on there. Does yeah. Spooky Scary Skeletons have just like regular love ballads and other types of music? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like fun, bouncy, just songs about driving? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a Beach Boy style songs. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, yeah, they do beach and. But you could songs. do the Peter Pan one. Like, think of a happiest. Uh, mm. 
yeah. yeah. I don't know. I should look up to see if they have. I don't think they have <laughs> that on that deconstructed. Uh, oh. But yeah, it's music wise. I don't. I always forget. Other than that little first flourish when you're leaving the bedroom, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think of it as a song's movie in general. Uh, but it is. It Follow is. The Pro- leader was Follow the leader a lot of crocodile. Stuff. That was a big like sing along songs. A lot yes. of these were in the, yeah. the croc. songs. But that, they're like the B side. That that they're clearly the second and third single. You would know exactly what it was when you mm-hmm. heard it, though. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It is interesting though. Could, am I wrong in thinking those songs don't have the like old, like you don't think of them as much as in the Disney like the top? Would you think of them in top ten Disney songs? No. 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 I no. think if you can fly, maybe. Maybe that one gets Maybe the closest, but almost, closest. uh, almost all of the movies really only have one big hit. I right? except Hercules. <laughs> I was gonna say that was the other thing. Hercules is so good. Mm-hmm. I was big Hercules kid. Too. It's like go the, distance. go the distance. Um, Meg's song. What is her song? Oh yeah, um, I hadn't thought about that the one song about in a long that time. she That's hates men, song. which yeah. I love. Zero to hero. Uh-huh. A star That's is a born. Yeah, I mean, I could. Oh, they're so good. Yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah, those are all pretty like tied. Do we like? Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Also, Mulan. I, I, I actually all of them. <laughs> Mulan has "Make a Man Out of You" uh-huh. and yeah. mm-hmm. um, "Bring Honor to Us All." Reflections mm-hmm. and um, shoot, what's the one? The other one. I can't think. Um, the, all- a girl worth fighting for. Mm-hmm. I just can't get. I, I like you list the other ones, but I'm just stuck in uh, to defeat the Huns. <laughs> the most clear, like the 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 whitest guy, the most cl- obviously Donny Osmond guy. <laughs> Done. Survive. Wait, <laughs> is that Donny Osmond? Donny yeah. Osmond is the singing voice. Uh, that only. never. I just don't think I ever knew that. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Uh, the he could not be more pronounced. I've ever met. He like really <laughs> hits every consonant. And he's doing it in the live action one too. Right? He'll, he'll be back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It cuts to a 65 Like a great Donny wall, Osmond. like a Matt Damon sort of thing. What yeah. I find so fascinating is that Danny Elfman did the singing voice of Jack mm-hmm. oh, uh, yeah. for Nightmare Before Christmas. Why didn't you just do the regular voice too? Who did yeah. the regular voice? I don't have it at my disposal. I, yeah, who is that? Who is but that like, voice? why wouldn't he just also, he sounds so much like, like the singing voice sounds just like him for sure yeah, yeah. and a, and the songs are a little like talk singy a mm-hmm. lot so you know I'm jack you know like yeah. that like he's just so into it he's yeah. listed as the voice oh no i thought he was just a singing voice oh, is wait, he yeah. the... oh wait no i'm so sorry it's chris sarandon chris sarandon i read it wrong related to chris sarandon? i believe so why don't Chris Sarandon is Chris to bring up Hercules again? He's in the Tate Donovan category. So uh, th- some of these people are like not that w- well known outside of these voice. Unless I'm forgetting, what is the big Chris Sarandon? What's the top Chris Sarandon? <laughs> oh, he was married to Susan Sarandon. Hmm. So that's, that's how she became a Sarandon. Right. That's why oh. she's Sarandon? However, she clearly took over that last name. It is yes. a lot yeah. more. So yeah, she really commandeered it. Good job, Susan. Can you imagine giving your last name to someone and then they like take it over? And I assume they're divorced, right? Yeah, yeah. For yeah. a long time. So she like just people. took it, <laughs> took it and ran with it. That yeah. is like yeah. kind of like a badass move, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> like who wins the divorce? Like Susan. Who wins the divorce? 
when Susan wins by like <laughs> vastly overshadowing him, yeah, career wise. And if now I don't know this, but were he a conservative man, he now he must be that would be really the ultimate furious. Yes, right. Sarandon is associated with these left wing values, wow. and she went on to play Betty Davis, and he's much more of a Joan Crawford fellow. <laughs> <laughs> the, the old that's the ultimate. That's the ultimate. Yeah. Uh, his it says he's known for Fright Night, Dog Day Afternoon. Uh, the Princess Bride. Oh yeah, that's right. He's a prince and a prince and the Princess Bride. Oh, oh. well, and, there you uh, go. Child's Play. Mm. So sorry, also to all of the Chris Sarandon heads who are screaming at us <laughs> as they listen to this. Be. I don't want to <laughs> insult anyone. No, uh, yeah, we're not from, controversial. From Tate Donovan to Goofy. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. The great leading men mm-hmm. out there. My friend was Goofy in their college program that they have, where you can like get college credit and go work at Disney World or whatever. Uh, yeah. yeah, a taller. Uh, yeah, he had to be fella. taller. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, how'd that go for him? <laughs> did he like that? I think he did. Yeah. I think he liked being Goofy. I do find it fascinating that they can't really interact with like bad kids. You know, like they just have to put up with it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They I can't. forgot like their rules. That's why some of them also don't talk. Like they have. Isn't that like um, the Star Wars people don't actually talk, right? They have the stormtroopers, or do they? Well, the st- yeah, people. Can't there's tell. a debate. I feel like there's the same kind of lines they say. So there's some mm-hmm. mechanism by which they play a recorded. That's what I figured. That's what it seems like to me. Some people have disputed that, but that's my reading of it. Hmm. If you're a cast member. DM us. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I am curious. Yeah, because they don't. They go like, "Hey, you in the blue shirt." It's all. It's pretty. It's generic. Yeah. Like they have stuff for kids. I think. Like you, little Jedi. You won't defeat me. Like, but it's never Mm -hmm. like blonde-haired little girl. (laughs) It's never that (laughs) specific. Well, oh yeah, but the costume ones they don't talk. Yeah, Goofy and Minnie and yes. Mickey and those, yeah. they don't. They just like there, hand gestures and crap. There's a talking Mickey head that they have retired. Okay. There was they one retired Disney, it? Suppo- for now, at least. What? It was malfunctioning too much. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what it was doing, but we, I saw it. We, it talked to us. I was uh-huh. so excited when we went to Florida, when Lindsay and I went to Florida. Because it was like, you. they were like, you meet Mickey in the magic, uh, his like dressing room before his magic show, which is bizarre now that I'm saying it out loud. What? <laughs> Mickey's about to do a magic show. You know, he's a magician. He's a man who does a, a mouse who does a lot of different things. And then you meet him in the dressing room before his show. It's before the show. I think because you didn't see a show, so why are you just going? Are you just going backstage to see him? I don't like to see anyone before a show. <laughs> it's yeah, bad luck. Geez. I do not uh, like the audience to see me. Oh, too yeah. much. Classical yeah, theater. I don't want to stress Mickey out. He's gonna yeah. blow all the tricks. <laughs> Hey everybody, Tim Heidecker here with huge news. Office Hours Live recorded another episode live. It was one of our great ones with the great Rory Scovel, who's got a new special out on MAX. Oh, yeah. And the Trinity's here. DJ Doug Pound. Yes, hello. And Victor Berger the Fourth. Hi, hi, hi. Can't wait for the fifth. We enjoy the heck out of doing the show, and so will you. If you find us on the podcast app of your choice, now. Uh, but then there were multiple rooms because it was just a meet and greet and there would be only like one room with a working head. So when Lindsay and I went to Florida, I was like, we got to go meet the Mickey with the talking head. So we went in there and they bring us into the room, one of the rooms and you can see the other rooms. They don't want you to know, of course, there's multiple Mickey. So we went into one of the rooms and he didn't talk and I was deflated and confused. Mm-hmm. And we went to City Hall so I could complain. And they were like, <laughs> well... <laughs> 
Mickey isn't always feeling so talkative. He's not always like because they wouldn't Pre-show just say. Process. I get it. Yeah, they wouldn't like say it because they can't advertise that he talks. But I knew it because I was looking at YouTube videos. And then they're like, just go in and you can maybe ask if Mickey's feeling talkative today. So I had to go and do like a weird <laughs> secret, so- <laughs> secret like war. Like, is Mickey feeling talkative today? And they're but like, you're, maybe. You're a grown ass man. Like, it's so weird. That's like a, a something they would tell a child. Yes. Like, why wouldn't they just say like, oh, no, I, I think it's out today. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? The like, jaw is not working. <laughs> <laughs> why wouldn't it just be adult to adult? And it's also, so weird. They, they gave you an answer that they would give a five year old. <laughs> well, it is an adult who made a trip to City Hall to complain <laughs> yeah. about this issue. So you they, just breeze past uh, that. Anyway, I'm sure this won't come back. I'm going to finish the story. Uh-huh. Hey, no, but he's a grown ass man who's paid his hard earned dollar. <laughs> <laughs> to see Mickey say, like, thanks for coming to my magic show. Speaking of rides and going to City Hall, my dad actually lost his keys on uh, Indiana Jones at oh. closing. Oh, no. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. And they found them. I have no idea how. I think, like, because they had to turn on all the lights. They actually uh-huh. found it, like, pretty quickly. But it was, ins- oh. we didn't realize until it was a mass exodus. Everybody was leaving. And I was, like, 11 trying to find my dad. And he was, like, oh, crap. And he, like, ran off towards Indiana Jones and had to run out after him he's not the best dad um (laughs) (laughs) but they like turned on all the lights and found it which if y'all listeners know indiana jones is like the bumpiest ride darkest like Mm -hmm. it's insane to even imagine losing something in it yeah i I would assume maybe like you know if it was on the ride the ride vehicle obviously the easiest but if it like got lost in the snakes that would be harder to find i imagine I don't, yeah. It's, it's, Especially it's, if it was a snake uh, patterned uh, keychain. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I left I left the recorder. Remember I left a, an audio oh, recorder yeah. the day the Star Wars opened? I left it on the ride. Which almost blew our big interview with Len Testa. Yeah. We had a big interview set up um, with theme park podcaster Len Testa that day, and it would have been ruined if I had left this. But they found it quickly. So there yeah. must be, I'm assuming that these two people just know very mm-hmm. fast. Because they also, other rides, they shut that. down. Other rides, they shut down if stuff falls like immediately. Did you put it in the pouch? Is that where it was? I think it was in my pocket, and I was worried because I had bought that Rex up there, and I right. had it on the ride, and I was too preoccupied with Rex to Aww. make sure he didn't get hurt. We both had giant <laughs> Rex boxes on our laps on the bumpiest ride, and they were surely we have to go on this ride. Yeah, <laughs> there's no other way. I was like, well, they'll let us just hold it with at the exit, and they were like, no. Put it on the ride with you. It'll be fine. And I was so nervous. <laughs> Do you have rides, anyone that are, you were the most nervous about losing things on? Because I, I'll put th- on Space Mountain, I put things in the pouch, but then st- and I'll leave like keys or wallet. And then still, I find myself the whole ride then like shoving hands in for extra. Yeah. I st- it still just feels precarious to me. Yeah, I that one I, for, I agree uh, on... I'm trying to think. The worst, the, I'm, I'm sure I said this already. There's a ride at Knott's called Hang Time where you go up 90 degrees and you're supposed to take your stuff out of your pockets. And I didn't, like a fucking idiot. And I had my phone <gasps> in my back pocket. Oh my God. Because I thought it would be better, which is also the dumbest thing you could possibly do. It's much better if it was here and I could just put my hand in my pocket to hold it. It's like, so I'm like trying to like put my weight. <laughs> I'm distributing my weight as I'm 90 degrees. Oh. And that was by far the most stressful. Like, I hope I don't lose something. Well, we and you're talking about knots when we we did that wooden coaster ghost rider. Oh my! God. I thought my glasses were gonna fly off my head. Which usually <laughs> on wooden roller coasters, I can leave them on and it's fine. Mm-hmm. But like, it was the most bumpy 
maybe ride I've ever been on. And I am like mm-hmm. holding this, holding them <laughs> onto the sides of my head. Cause I like, yeah, just didn't want to lose them. Yeah. It's I had weird. To drive back to LA. It's weird. That doesn't happen more. I guess it's just yeah. because like, like normal force, just everything stays put for the most part, but it does feel like, how would that not happen once a ride? You get hit in the face with someone's keys. Yeah. I have been on Space Mountain a few times where someone has held up their giant ass Android phone to videotape it. Oh. Dumb. And they, uh, <laughs> at least once, someone has gone, oh, it was really dark in there. And it's like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> I swear like, it got darker though, because I think when I was younger, they had a little bit more... Do y'all yeah. remember that? Wasn't well, there more lights or more stars or something? I think the star lights are. They just you know, completely they turned everything out. Them it's really in there. dim. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I think you might be right. Yeah. It does feel like to me. the whole thing about Space Mountain is when you get up there, you're supposed to be like, oh my goodness, the majesty of space. And then you're like, oh, all the stars look pretty dim. Yeah, they are. Yeah. And they're you all... can barely see them. Yeah. And then there's like a giant asteroid in there, but it's not lit up. And if you look sort of to your left when you're coming up, it's there, but it's not lit. So I don't know if they were like, they're like worried it's going to break the illusion that you're in space, but they do that with the Star Wars overlay. So I don't know. Also, somebody tell us that we know a gentleman who works around Space Mountain. That's all I'll say. Yeah. If he wants to tweet at us and let us know What's about the dimness, the dimness. And if it's always been like that, or that's just our memory. Hmm. He knows who he is. Well, I also <laughs> wanted to say I watched so the, on the Imagineering. I don't know if y'all mm-hmm. watched any of that. Yeah, episode mm-hmm. five is where they talk about Peter Pan. Okay. And uh, for anyone that wants to learn more about the ride as well. And I guess that they, so when they put the water in, like a duck family found their way into there. Yes. And they said like a mom and her ducklings and they like pooped everywhere. And then I started to think like, oh my God, like does that happen in pirates? Or like, I'm just really concerned for the animals. Oh, yeah. That like you're not, like there's just not random ducks that find their way into the water. Yeah. How do you how do you make sure that that doesn't happen? Yeah, it seems like with pirates, it's a little more tucked away, I guess. Like, well, it's not really, I mean, I guess you could get, a duck could easily fly into the, Peter mm-hmm. into pirates. Pretty much yeah. any ride. Yeah. That's interesting. I wonder I feel like I've never seen a real animal on pirates. But oh yeah. no. And no, not no, like no. deep they, yeah, but definitely nothing's at made the park. it like, all oh, the way yeah. in like deep into the ride. That would mm-hmm. be really weird. But yeah, you would think, does Disney have a system for like keeping a bird from flying into Space Mountain and making a nest? <laughs> I know. <laughs> and like yeah. and Fabioing us in the dark. Hitting you, did you have you oh. seen that new yes, story? Yes, where Fabio where he killed a bird with his face. Yeah, yeah. His face was so beautiful, it killed the bird. <laughs> it died before it hit him. <laughs> yeah, the bird had a heart attack from the beauty, the glow. We've also promised we're going to do a full episode on that incident. Oh yeah, that's. Yeah. I was trying to remember <laughs> what episode ca- idea came out of the other roller coaster where a bird got demolished. That's right. Full right. Fabio coming soon. Yeah. Yes, um, please. Let's do that. So yeah, that's a good question. I'm sure they have all these different things. In There's like a secret re- like ways that snipers, yes, yeah. to take the animal out. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, you're right. That is, a, that is a fun little snippet of the Imagineering story. And it shows you, it kind of goes behind the scenes in the like the the, the little redos they've done, the plus ups yeah. they've done mm-hmm. into Peter Pan recently, which are very delightful. I think we can all agree. Yeah. Um, so because they've done a couple different big updates of the ride since it's yeah. opened in uh, California. It went, 
I was going to say when it opened in 1955, they had it, you were, you were Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. You were supposed mm-hmm. to be Peter Pan. And then they didn't. So, but when people came out, they didn't understand why Peter Pan wasn't in the ride. Yes. Yeah. And it <laughs> was like, oh, because that's you. Okay, never mind. We should just put him in the ride. Which it's the, and, and the same problem with Snow White and the same problem with Mr. Toad. And it's weird that they had to like overcome this big like storytelling or this is how knew what they were doing was mm-hmm. they didn't realize like boy we are like not connecting with our audience on this major issue i get the idea in theory like wouldn't yeah. it be cool that you're the character but it's not like they were they like the person who was working on the ride wasn't like all right now imagine you're peter pan go like you didn't get any sort of like hint that that was the mm-hmm. case so you were seeing stuff from the movie and you were like, well, I'm in a pirate ship. I'm not flying. I don't yeah. have the hat on. That's not what Peter did. He didn't fly around a, a little pirate ship. Right, right, exactly. If they strapped you in with a harness and then you they put the hat on you, I think people would have figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> or even if just people looked at you and were like, Peter, help me, you know? There you go. Yes. That's something. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yes. Peter. Well, Peters, because there's multiple people. Peter and also Peter <laughs> and Peter. Peter, everything just shouting. It's just Peter. like Santa Claus, your Peter's helper. <laughs> yes, that would be good too. They also cool. hadn't figured out how to give you missions back then, because nowadays it'd be like Peter, Princess Tiger Lily has a mission for you. Mm-hmm. I don't like those rides; they get me too stressed out. Like collaborative rides and things where you like people need you for things. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, I just want to sit here and enjoy. Oh, too much. So what what do you put in that category? Like the, the most Millennium Falcon, whatever, uh-huh. and yeah. like any yeah. teamwork stuff. Yeah. No, yeah, it's not what I signed up for. You would yeah, just like to be to having a nice time in the cockpit. Yeah, you don't want to have to push it. Please buttons. don't assign me anything. But yeah. even the idea of it, like Optimus Prime needs you to do stuff. You don't really have anything to do. Do you still? Do you feel the stress? Even that he? No, because I don't kind ha- of. Oh, sorry, no. I don't have to push anything. It don't like the it's only thing I can work. barely handle is Astro Blasters. Okay, <laughs> but even then, my person next to me is always looking at mine to make sure that they're better than me, and they are. And so <laughs> I'm just like, this is not why I came to Disneyland to yeah. be reminded that I'm inadequate. <laughs> it's so rude to give your hands a rest. I think you just you just don't want to be. Uh, I just get stressed machinery. out, like yeah. when numbers are involved and like <laughs> to- Toy Story clear- as well. The yeah, toy- that's what I mean. Astro Blaster. Well, there's the other the Toy Story one too. That's oh. also it's at California Adventure. It's like you have to pull a pull string. It's I don't like know a three D. Well, then you, you would hate it. It's like a three D <laughs> game. You have to shoot rings at like a screen, mm-hmm. and your wrist just kills by the end of it. No, you I truly, it really hurts the the hand. Yeah. 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 So yeah, stay away. Is what okay. I'm to say. <laughs> There's no reason you don't need that stress in your life. If we it's, just came out hard against that ride, and you know what? And listeners, stay away. <laughs> yeah, listeners, and we're please. never going to do it on the show. Mm-hmm. And, oh, uh, I think it's nice. No, no, no. We're nope, no. We're, we're deciding now. Toy Story made it's like an old fashioned carnival. Canceling. No, you're crazy. Yeah, you can do that episode alone, Jason. <laughs> All right. <laughs> He just sits two straight Carnivals hour. are first. Uh, <laughs> the, the pull string as seen on many string. toys, including Woody himself. Um, Peter Pan. I, we're jumping all around here. Peter Pan, though, is the first Disney ride I go on as a little kid and like. I oh, try yeah. Mr. Toad. I try Snow White. They scare the shit out of me, both of them. I'm probably like... What I, I'm always forgetting when we went five. I'm probably like five or six. Won't open my eyes. Uh, I go on Peter Pan. It took forever because it always has and it always will. 
and I loved it. I did, thought it was the greatest thing and wanted to do it again. And my mom was like, the line is too long. It is. <laughs> Cannot do yeah. it again. We have other things to go do. It's rough. My favorite is flying over London. Like that to me is what makes the ride so special. Mm-hmm. I think the other elements I can like give or take, like, you know, whatever. But like that and having... Um, the clock tower big ben and have like all the thi- all the little things that they have there i thought was so cool mm-hmm. i think it's yeah. a really wonderful scene and it's the scene that has changed the least since the ride opened and i think with good reason because like because you get it's a um certainly at that time like probably the the biggest kind of set piece scene the, uh, that any had been ever done in any ride, mm-hmm. I would think, because you're in there for so long and you go in and then see it from a different way. It's almost like a mini version of one of those, like, it's it's the precursor to the big Indiana Jones uh, Mara room, the, the the main temple or the Adat room in uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, in Rise of the Resistance. Like, it's the big reveal. Yeah. You're supposed to go, yeah. yeah. And you're going to be in here for a little while and you can look around and see mm-hmm. things from different perspectives. Mm-hmm. It's so yeah. great. But done differently in all of the international version. Like this, this ride is duplicated in many parks. All of them except, except them, Hong Kong. All of them except Hong, Hong Kong. Kong. Poor Hong Kong got shafted. Um, but all a little different. Like the Florida, London, much longer, but not necessarily more successful, I think, than Disneyland. Has a little hmm. bit longer of a lead up. You see Nana. You see like the alleyway. <laughs> <laughs> you no. see like oh yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just uh, the scale is a lot bigger in florida but i don't i wouldn't necessarily say it's a better ride it seems like shanghai though which was you know built in 2016 like they went all out on the shanghai one seems really good yes I yeah did, i did a ride through and it's a little hard to tell from those but it is long yeah it's yeah. very long uh, uh, which they've lengthened the Disney one, or the Disneyland one over the years. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty like sizable experience. Which one of these is the longest? Do we think? Well, that's a good Mr. question. Mr. Toad feels long. Alice feels long. Well, Mr. Outside. Toad and well, I guess they all kind of do. They end so abruptly. Yeah, it's yeah. like you turn yeah. a corner and you're like back in the sunlight, uh-huh. and there's a person like telling you to get off. It's insane. Yeah. What's the one that is it? St- I, now, we did an episode about it, and yet I don't remember offhand that that one of the Snow White iterations ends where the witch is struck by lightning and then you're just outside like happily ever after well, bye like there's here, barely time for a the one here and they're changing it now it's down oh. for refurb and it's not going to be just the weird one where like the dwarves are on the mountain and she's about to boulder them to death and she gets struck and dies and then you're outside <laughs> and that's the end of the well, ride so in the wind and the willows did he just die and go to hell and that was it because that's the ride <laughs> i i don't, don't he know. just goes to hell and I then that's, that's it and you come back out okay in in the movie it doesn't end with him in hell because they, that's just... the end of a film that's pretty nuts <laughs> <laughs> well i didn't even realize what happened until i was older and then i was like oh he, we were in hell and then you're just like back with the workers again like telling you mm-hmm. to get off and i'm like what the heck there was no <laughs> other scene after this yeah, that's the weird. That is one that for no other reason. I guess I love Toad, but but the idea that you're putting kids 
thousands of kids every day. You're sending them through hell, not even giving them some sort of a resolution. Like it's going to be okay. You're in hell, but it's fine. Or like you will get out of hell and go to heaven. You're sending them through that. That is one of the weirdest, most insane things that is still happening on a daily basis. I think it's a PSA for drunk driving because mm-hmm. that's what happens. He like yes. goes and gets drunk at the bar. Then he drives and he goes to court. He like kills somebody or whatever. He goes yes. to court. <laughs> he gets sentenced. He goes to hell and then you're back out and you, you're getting off the ride. That's yeah. it. Two of the dark rides are like morality tales. Pinocchio is the same way. Yeah. Don't be an actor. Don't be an actor. (laughs) And also no drinking and no No. cigars. Right. Yeah. You'll become a donkey. Mm-hmm. It's. I didn't put the drunk part together. That mm-hmm. is true. You'd go into the saloon, mm-hmm. literally, old timey man spinning beers. Spinning. Yeah. Presumably, yeah. you grab one, uh, uh, like yes. narratively. And you like crash your car. You're driving all crazy. How many people die on that train that you hit? You put to, if right. if it if the train derails, mm-hmm. that's like hundreds of. And if it's not a freight train. If that's a passenger train, that Mr. Toad might be involved. That might be he daily when on that ride kills hundreds of people. Tim, yeah. it's Hitler. It's like <laughs> Waltz is all in hell together. <laughs> Mr. Toad, Mr. Toad, and all He's of the technically killed hundreds of thousands of people. <laughs> Mr. Toad is genocidal, you could say, in a lot. Yeah, in a lot of ways because of just the inf- infinite nature of the ride. Uh, a rich man who thinks the law does not apply <laughs> wow. to him. Oh, this toad. Hopefully they keep that forever. Yeah. But that's yeah. still the, the last room. Ri- if they'd had their way, if there was a little more room, they would have built a final room of hell where you see a bunch of celebrity hell guests. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Hitler at the time, in the 50s, who would have been the most on, on the... Uh, Wall would have probably put in a bunch, you know, any like commies who died recently. Trumbo. Sure. <laughs> yeah, Trumbo. <laughs> well, and you'll go to a scene and see Trumbo in hell. In his bathtub. In his bathtub. But it's filled with fire. <laughs> Trumbo in a bathtub full of fire. Um. Okay. You. You. You love this this ride very much. Cause is is the is the line a daunting? Th- do you still make a point of getting through the line? To get on it if you're going to the park, or is the, ri- is the line too daunting to to consider it? Well, so my, it's one of my top favorite rides. However, like you were saying, the ride that you would get to in the morning, like first thing you go to, mm-hmm. for me, even though it has a fast pass, is actually Indiana Jones on just the sheer fact that it always breaks down. <laughs> so when yeah. I'm taking someone, I'm always like, you have to get on Indiana Jones. I swear by lunchtime, it'll break down. And then like by lunchtime, <laughs> it breaks down. And then I'm like, see, aren't you glad we did it? Uh, and I'm going to pass holder so like i'm there you know so enough to know that that happens it's not just whenever i'm there um (laughs) sure but yeah the line can be super daunting that's why okay so i went last year on valentine's day uh and it was like raining and that was great i love going when it rains because then you know that's the best time to get on all these rides um but yeah, I think it's really sweet. It's it's crazy to me that everyone else still loves it so much too. It's one of their most popular rides ever. It's weird that it's never gone. And it's not like they had to do those plus-ups and digital effects to pump some life into the thing. Like it was a mega line always and still is after and yeah. Yeah, yeah it's just it's it's it, pretty eternal. It is also low capacity when you talk about like 
riders. Like it yeah, gets true. through like very little. It's hard to load and unload. It's not as easy as some of the other rides. Did anyone see the there's a Yesterworld video? I of course watched the Yesterworld sure. video explaining that with a chart of what loads the does anyone want to guess if you didn't see it, what is the low in Disneyland proper, the worst the lowest capacity. Right. Do you is, have an offhand. Is it um Oh, is it the Astro Orbiter? No, no, amazingly. Is it uh, what is now Guardians? No, no, no I don't no. think so. Those are pretty big rooms. But so those are only do. two elevator shafts, right? There's three, three elevators oh, there's three. for Guardians. Mm. Okay. Mm. I'm actually blanking now what it said. I saw the list, though. It's not, you wouldn't necessarily know offhand, but apparently. Oh, no, never mind. Oh, I'm just yeah. going to keep guessing. Hey, guess. you guess it, do, do is another. it Storybook? No, those no. are pretty. Casey Jr. is number two because oh, there's only the one train. Two. And right. you just got to wait for Interesting. it. Interesting. Oh, that makes sense. The lowest... pretty big. Oh, oh. Um, <laughs> Chippendale's Rescue. Right? The, go, the oh, Gadget's gadget? Go yeah. Coaster? Uh, no, Miss, that actually that feels like it could be. I think there's like such the lines aren't that big ever for it only that. is one so, coaster though yeah right. yeah i guess anything where that's the case is, okay. is kind of scary well reveal it uh roger rabbit's cartoon spin apparently oh wow yeah also oh, really down. yeah yes, that might be break. part of it and i get but that that doesn't feel right because no. you can send a lot of cars through but that line is always crazy as yeah. i've certainly complained about that line very claustrophobic i don't get claustrophobic easily but i'd say the um the queue for Peter Pan in the queue oh yeah for Roger Rabbit very claustrophobic and Roger Rabbit a lot mm-hmm. more themed uh I will give it that still a better line is this the worst line I mean there's murals there's murals inside there are open murals air. but it is open air but there's it's really hard. nothing yeah I will like... give the advantage to Matterhorn because of the beautiful wood carving. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, that's good. That's, and then Snow right. White's queue uh, has the wi- like the wi- like. Do they have a wishing well outside? Have, yeah. Or no, they have the thing inside the where thing people inside. throw money, which yeah. is weird. But like, there's a little bit of theming there. I think anything with landmarks. It's the same way that like a a long drive where there's that funny billboard, that you know weird thing to look at on the side of the road, or that abandoned water park, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it, but if it's a long drive, that's just like flat land nothing for yeah. miles and miles and that's kind of what this line is so you're gonna dock at points maybe I, I think maybe just yeah because like even you're like mentally in snow white like okay i passed the well so now i'm at this point it's this, just peter pan is a grid that's yes. all it is the, the here's the one thing i'll say about it and maybe you shouldn't count it in its favor because it's sort of inadvertent but it's the, one of the best places to see uh the evil uh, maleficent queen Oh, that sure. little secret do you, when she kind of oh, opens yeah. the curtains and looks yeah. when you're in the Peter Pan line that's when you see her the most and you go look at the queen that's going to be I there. love the castle I love going up there and yeah. seeing Aurora mm-hmm. oh, uh, that is very no we've talked very little about the Sleeping Beauty diorama mm-hmm. but that yeah. is their dioramas I love it's the walkthrough yeah. Yeah. it's yeah. very nice yeah I totally agree uh, um, what else we like on the on the ride though? Uh, it's just, not just well, the, the lines so the, so the, the opening three or you go. Ahead. I was just gonna say I probably were gonna say something similar. The opening scene. So you go in the you go in your little pirate ship and you go through and you start in the bedroom of the kids like in the movie. Initially, it was just like a very tiny little section with no characters, and it had like I don't even think it had the shadow to start out with. 
Wow. Yeah, I think that was a later edition. It was a later edition. And then they like slowly plus that up over the years. Like they've and they added Nana and then yeah. they added a better Nana. Well, Nana was from the original. I think they kept her is what they were saying. I think maybe in the Imagineering, it was like, I don't know if they kept her from the original or the 83 re-enhancement, the 1983, because the, they re-enhanced it then. Yeah. The Yesterworld video was very confused about okay. which when update was which as well. So I'm not sure. I know there was- 83 as, got a lot more animatronics in yeah. there. Yes. And then Tony the, Baxter So I think it. in 83, they had the darling kids in bed, and then in this one, they have them actually flying, right? Yes. They're on the wall. Yeah. So, oh, that was the change. Okay, okay. That was the big change, yeah, the last time they did something. Um, but- this this uh, this it's so interesting with all this stuff because most people uh, are not insane and don't go that often. So anytime you go on this ride, you go, oh, it must have always been like this. Right. I would imagine most people just go on and go, oh, yeah, that's the great Peter Pan I remember. But once you go through all this, you're like, oh, these little changes they've made to it over the years are great. But like, yeah. they never do something crazy where you go, well, that was not here before. Well, your memory, like. He's deceptive, too. Our memories was, are all bad. We're human beings with bad memories. There was something we went on in Florida. I forget what it is. And I was like, well, I remember this clearly. And then I had remembered the mirror image of it. In my mind, like, ah, you leave the station and you go left. And whatever this was, you went right. And I was like, oh, my God. I I remembered the details of this ride, but I flipped it in my own memory. <laughs> Whoa. Mm-hmm. I mean, that happens Inception. a lot. <laughs> yeah, I incepted myself. I memory hold it's your Peter tethered. Pan set pieces. It is tethered. Yeah, you're tethered. Your tethered went in and oh, you no. never came out. <laughs> I thought this ride was right side up, but it's upside mm-hmm. down. Nope. Someone implanted this memory of Peter and the Native Americans doing a full musical sequence <laughs> wearing questionable outfit changes. This can't be real. Disney wouldn't have done real. this. No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it hasn't happened yet. Oh no! <laughs> I don't know what Tenet is about. Do we know? Well, what? That's the new Christopher oh, Nolan ten- movie. Oh yeah. Oh, I don't know. No, it's I don't know either. You, but oh, like stuff I was thinking, we might not know after that, we've watched it. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was thinking like, oh, Tenet is what they say in the movie. They say no. They say wait for the kick. Tenant is the new movie you're saying. Yeah, Tenant is the yeah, new okay. movie where they show like a ten minute clip. Didn't you see the ten minute clip when we went to see a movie at IMAX? Oh, I, I did. I just saw the trailer. Yeah. It's with uh, David yes, Washington, uh, Denzel Washington's son. Oh, is that oh. right? Oh. Yeah. I didn't realize it was That's his son. Mm-hmm. Oh. From and Black Klansman. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. And then Robert Pattinson picks him up in the car. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Okay, so that played before Birds of Prey, yes. what I saw last night or the night before. And I was literally looking. I'm like, where does Harley come in? Like, mm-hmm. I had no idea because they just oh, started oh. it. Oh. I really thought it was the movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, this is very guy heavy, but that's chill. Like, it was all men, all SWAT men, all, and I'm like, okay, so they're going to break it. This is going to be a social commentary on something. And they played like, yeah, the first 10 minutes, so you really think that this is the movie. Mm-hmm. And then it was, and then it ended and it was like, Tenet coming out, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the heck? Oh. <laughs> wow. Like, why are there like major movie stars in this who I didn't know were in Birds of Prey. Yeah, yeah. no, <laughs> true. I was like, they didn't say Robert, pa- but I know he's the new Batman. This is weird. Anyways. <laughs> that must honestly happen a lot. Because again, they do not They do it they without do warning. They do not tell you. Yeah. So like you're hearing like, you're like, the movie looked like a little more like a, like a fun 
looked like it maybe had like pop songs or something in it. And I'm just hearing a droning Hans Zimmer score. <laughs> this is a weird. Uh, droning Hans Zimmer, Birds of Prey would, I think, make a very different movie. Christopher Nolan's, seen it yet. <laughs> Christopher Nolan's Birds of Prey. Hans yeah. Zimmer doing the score. It's mostly dudes. <laughs> Harley Quinn's in it for like a couple scenes. Uh, yeah. So that first scene when you're in the in the bedroom has been so updated over, which is just like thinking about it. Uh, you're like, wow, it's so it is really good now. Yeah. But it used yeah. to just be like a little like three feet of room when people started out. And I don't think you started from London rooftops in the like right after the mural either. Yeah. I think it was just mural and then you're in a empty bedroom and then mm-hmm. you're flying and that's always been good. But mm-hmm. the first, yeah, the launch uh, uh, essentially, not like launch coasters, but the 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 before the big scene, yeah, was kind of lame. I think but that. Uh, uh, sorry, no, 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 I'm done. Oh, okay. Uh, that the, that the ride mechanism, the the ride, you know, you being above everything, you flying right, over everything and hanging down. I think that is a big part of the appeal. I know my dad uh, is one of his favorite rides, and I'm sure, like growing up, uh, with with. Peter Pan probably being re-released a million times because they always re-release their movies. Uh, you mean it doesn't stay in the vault? It doesn't stay in the Well, <laughs> yeah. it did, and then they bring it down to the vault for a very short time, and then they aired some of them on I the I want to say that I love Disney. Disney. They've always been really great to me, and so I just... I'm a lot. I I love them, and they know that. Oh so yeah, you're teasing. <laughs> you're just teasing you're, like a like a family. We uh, really should have brought up. You're you have a, a you're in Wrecker Ralph two. Yeah, is that correct? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm in a Walt Disney Animation. Mm-hmm. I got to go there to their Burbank Studios. Yeah, it's pretty and they crazy. animated there. me. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, and it's I play you. myself. I play myself. Right. I say like, hey, it's Danny Fernandez. Right. He's in the internet and I live in the internet, clearly. <laughs> you are yourself. Because yeah. I he is going They viral wanted someone. Him? Everyone's like, how did you get that? I'm like, well, they want it. They have actually other people in it, too. Mm-hmm. Like they have big gamers, like people that are big, mm. big in the online space. Mm-hmm. And uh, so all those years paid off for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, anyways, they animated me. They watched way God. too many of my videos. Um, because they like the way that I talk with my hands and it's just too much. Wait a minute. Were Honestly, they... aggressively like me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, yeah. Were you then? Cause I'm like, I'm like afraid of knowing what an impression of me is like, let alone this, let alone people studying my body language. Did it like freak you out a little bit? Well, okay. So when they sent it to me, I, it, she wasn't finished. Okay. So she just looked like a sim. <laughs> so I was like, thanks you know i was just like she didn't even really look like me she just kind of looked like whatever game character you get in the beginning before mm-hmm. it's been like stylized the creative player default yeah yeah mm-hmm. and that's just like their placeholder and so they didn't actually show i was hosting the ralph panel at new york comic con and that's when i saw her was with everyone else in the room wow because they were showing like the some of the scenes um so and i was like oh my gosh she's so pretty <laughs> I was like, she looked, they gave me what i call moana hair which is like when you watch Moana it's like the detail of her hair like each like strand moves wow and so they had they had that um yeah Jeez. all the Disney princesses were in it and then I I hosted a panel with them also at New York Comic Con it was like the original um Paige O'Hara who's Belle and Jody Benson who's uh Ariel and Oh, I didn't know Anika this. Nani you, Rose, had, you, you did a panel with all of these people? Yeah. Wow. And right. I was like, I'm not going to cry. There was like a thousand people there. I'm like, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. But Anika cried because she was the first black Disney princess. And then I started bawling. 
And then it was, yeah, sure. I don't even remember. <laughs> how, 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 far, how far back did this go? Who was like the uh, oldest school? Well, okay, so that would be Snow White, right? Uh-huh. But um, it's not the original. Yeah. And so, but we did have uh, the woman who took over for Cinderella, uh, who's oh. actually been voicing her the last like 25 years. Because, wow, wow. you know, some of those original ones. Mm-hmm. So I, I think the last person alive would be Jody Benson, who's Ariel. Okay, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who was original? Wow, wow. What a that, lineup. That's right? crazy. The, all of that is crazy. And it's also in the movie because there's a scene in Rugger Ralph 2 where they're all, all the princesses are hanging mm-hmm. out. You're like, part of continuity though now with the princess you know what i mean like if it was a different movie where maybe it was sort of oh this is in a different like little pocket disney universe but it feels like now you're you are canon yeah right? you are isn't canon. that wild it's very wild yeah but you again it's you it's not a character no of you, you yeah. are canon. <laughs> that's what's even crazier is like there are people in it and I, but they're playing other people and i'm they literally i say like hey i'm danny fernandez welcome to BuzzTube or whatever it is that they're making fun it was like buzzfeed and youtube right um but i went over to hector navarro i don't know if you know hector mm-hmm. navarro i went over to his place and he when he was in japan bought a Japanese version of Wreck-It Ralph. And so he put it in for me and it's my character speaking Spanish, but she said, I mean, Spanish. <laughs> there, There is that version. My character speaking Japanese, but she says Danny. And so I was like, oh my gosh, like Jeez. this woman also played wow. me, Danny. So people play you yourself. Yeah. Again, localization. It's not crazy. A language localization version it of It is you. crazy because like, there's no... Like, you know, famous, very famous actors have been characters, but they haven't been themselves. Yeah. It's never been like, and my, I don't know why I first thought Mel Gibson, but that was the first name that popped into my head. But he was John, John Smith. Smith. Uh-huh. He was not Mel Gibson well, in the, the Pocahontas. I think uh, he has. Well, he, oh, yeah. You think Mel Gibson has been in a cartoon no, as himself? No, hasn't he? Was he on Family Guy? The People have the like in the Simpsons. Oh, it is the Simpsons. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying in Disney, nobody's oh, been in, in a fit. Yeah, in a uh, this be rare opportunity. There's not yeah. a lot of modern uh, films set in modern times. Right. Yeah. Right. It's almost the, one of the only movies you'd be able to do that. So I'm really yeah. lucky that I got to do that because I don't know another movie. You know that would take place in the internet that you would get to mm-hmm. be yourself. They also had you know like Grumpy Cat and other. Sure. Grumpy Cat was also themselves. <laughs> the, real, yeah, the real Grumpy Cat, sure. But they had a real meow. I don't know. But like if there's a Disney Plus show about Powerline and they're having like somebody interview Powerline, pretend, I'm just saying they could right. go back in the archives and be like, well, do we have a character in one of these movies that like could interview or talk or it could be you? It <laughs> do we have any podcasters? <laughs> do we have any? Yeah. Yeah. That could go and do it. Yes. Uh, there has, is there any podcasting in a Disney movie yet? Oh, I don't know. That would have been it. Maybe an onward. Maybe, Maybe there's podcasting. You know, they have a long journey. Apparently, it seems like an onward. <laughs> it's like Do they put on guys, Marin? Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're Marin fans. <laughs> they're Marin fans. Um, <laughs> Joe Rogan. Someone grew uh, uh, who grew up with like Lion King and watching all those VHSs as they were like sketching you. Did you? Because I feel like all I would think about is like those pre-rolls on the VHSs where they're like coming the summer of 1993 (laughs) where they show the animals drawing a real lion, but it's just, they're doing it 
to you that like sitting there. I think there. the thing that weird, and I ended up, you know, becoming friends with the directors and the animators, and like I know all of the storyboard artists, uh, Josie Trinidad, who's actually now directing a Walt Disney Animation uh, movie. Wow. Uh, she was also lead storyboard artist on Zootopia. But yeah, I mean, I got to know these people and also like hosting panels with them. But the weird, the thing that weirded me out was the idea that a group of animators were sitting there all together watching videos of me. Like that made me feel weird. Yeah. You know, it's just a super self-conscious like a lion as yeah. if you were yeah <laughs> yes a, a subject and it's like the way that like my jaw moves and which is kind of like weird i mean the same thing for sarah silverman though she has like weird the way that she talks is very specific the way that she moves mm-hmm. her mouth is really specific and and so um both it's... both she looked like her character and john c Riley looks like his character you know so yeah. um but it's still weird thinking that like someone sat and like which videos did they watch <laughs> Yeah, sure. And if someone was like me at Nerdist, or like mm -hmm. were they ones where I wasn't funny, or like had a bad take on something, or whatever, (laughs) like collider, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Like if someone, if two animators were arguing, like someone's having a bad day, that's going like she doesn't fucking do that. Yeah. Why would you do like she doesn't do that? (laughs) Do your research. Come on, man. (laughs) I need some air. Well, I am calling on anyone who's working on anything with Disney Plus to put your character <laughs> of yourself in another Disney Plus thing. Yeah, because that would make it a runner. Yeah. I just want to like, well, um, Alan Tudyk, I forgot. I think his first appearance was in the original. He played King Candy in the mm-hmm. original Ralph. And then after that, he's been in like every one. Mm-hmm. He was like the chicken in Moana. He was he was nose more in Wreck-It Ralph 2. Right. Um, you know, now he's in the Star Wars. And so I'm like, I want to be like him and just like yeah. get into one. And then you get mm-hmm. asked to be little side characters in all of them. And now it's a runner. You're a Ratzenberger. You're like yeah. a perennially always in there. Yeah. I feel like haters kind of getting there maybe. Maybe he's in a lot of he's Pixar lot, things. A lot of yeah, he was in uh, in Ralph, the second Ralph. Yeah, and he's in. He's oh, that's in, right. He's in uh, uh, Inside Out. I was going to call it In and Out, which is the Kevin Klein movie. Uh, Inside Out. He's one of the main characters, and I feel like he's somewhere else. But whatever. Yeah. Um, that's great. Uh, yeah. Again, uh, power. Okay. Yeah. Powerline show specifically. You should be in that. Would love it. <laughs> yeah. First, the first pitch, pitch that there is a full power. We line have, Scott, have you and I just we said that the, that Eye to Eye is the best Disney song of all time. Have we agreed on that? I don't know if we've sp- specifically said that. I can't immediately think of anything <laughs> to counter that. It's like part of your world and Eye to Eye. I feel oh, like are yeah. the two best. <laughs> yeah, one and two, one and two. I don't know which sure. order, but yeah. those are the two best. I think. Yeah, I'll, I don't know. I got nothing to lose. I'll throw it in yeah, there. All right. Yep, and yeah. then uh, the... it's eye to eye, and we will never cover Toy Story Mania. That's right. It's, it's never. It will <laughs> Sorry, never... Jason. <laughs> I'm working on my one man opus. <laughs> you're taking. You're writing notes down already. Yeah. Uh, um, so you get Peter back. Pan. You get out of the bedroom. You go over to London, which they've only made like cooler and brighter. I was watching a side by side. There's not great archival video of the old. No. Peter no. Pan. No, was like... The pre eighty three. Yeah, like yeah. for the first twenty plus but years. But you do get those. And Imagineering Story has this video of the the tests of it. Like this feels like one of the first things where yes. where you could see footage that they mocked this up at the Disney Studios, and people are just like up on a wire in an unthemed room, tutting around. And uh, uh, that it, this feels like one of the first like like imagineering feats where you look at it and it looks bizarre people aren't supposed to be able to do that they're we yeah. made it happen they're conquering something they're like yeah. we figured some weird thing out that we haven't done before it's the technology is basically what when that yesterworld video it says it's basically like factor like what factories would use to like cart stuff around so like oh 
it, it almost feels like it's probably the same factory or, or same technology that like you would hang a big slab of meat on and mm-hmm. like roll it through the factory. Like mm. it's like some basic stuff. Dry that cleaners. Was, yeah. It's, yeah. Kind of like that. It's basically that. Yeah. Um, which is crazy. So they just t- took another technology and used it for this. I will say this is the only thing that's still kind of uh, weird to me is that on this ride, I'm always a little worried that that thing is making too much noise, that the mechanism is making too much noise when I'm on it. I'm like, is that going to, I know it's held for 60 years, but I'm still a little scared. Now, this, this was a big thing, thought that I had when reading about all this stuff. As the technology improves, and this is a ride that we've said they've plussed up a lot, they've done a lot to over the years. Could they make it uh, quieter? Because you hear that. <laughs> you hear that. But then my other question, so like, could they make that the gears would like it quieter? But if they do that, will people, you know, mem- again, memory, sense memory, would pe- if they did that, if they made it quieter, would people be thrown? Because they are so used to. You're saying people complain that there's not a loud gear noise? Well, on people this? are going to complain about everything. <laughs> but I don't think they would complain about that. As I was watching the footage I like of five different versions of this ride, I was like, oh, yeah, that sound is present in all of them. Mm-hmm. But it's so charming. The ride is so charming. You like, I've never gone like, oh, that sound. I've just always been mm-hmm. like white noise. Until now, you did it now. Well, guys, I have a podcast to uh, have these kinds of thoughts the, on. The but... one in Tokyo is quieter. I felt, of course, that's when all you of did them. it. Tokyo yeah. is like they're all all the rides are better here. taken care of. The Indiana Jones ride is smooth as they're can be. They're also newer. They are newer, but also it feels like maybe they like fix it something a little is more. A little there's there's something really charming about Disneyland, though. And I try oh, to yeah. explain it to my friends that, you know, on the East Coast, they only go to Disney World. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but you just, there's something little bit magical. Like it was just made with more love, more like literally made by hand over at mm-hmm. Disneyland. And then when my friends would go there, they're like, you're right. It's just something a little different. Mm-hmm. I uh, friend of the show Zach Ryder was texting me after he had been to Disneyland and he's he lives out in Orlando and he was saying he finally had to give it up he's like fuck Disneyland is better like wow. he seemed upset to have to uh, concede that point I also think because that so the last time I, <laughs> I didn't even mention this I ran the Disneyland marathon oh, the hey. Disney World marathon and the Disneyland half marathon because I was wow. crazy in college and I just was like I can do this sure. um, it was because I saw in a runner's world magazine that you could get this huge uh, Walt Disney the Walt Disney Mickey statue that's at the front the middle in front mm-hmm. of the castle you get a, a medallion of it when you do mm-hmm. both sure and so i ran wow. both but anyway so the last time i was at well when i was at disney world um there's so many buses you have to take to get everywhere like that i was so irritated by mm-hmm. yeah. it drove me I was just, crazy when yeah. we just went yes it i really liked the skyliner this gondola thing that takes you around and i got that i liked a ton so then having to step down to the buses so, so i had some buzz rides that were truly Patience testing. Yeah, I mean, I'm if you, you whereas with ours, it's like, oh, I just want to go over to, I'll meet you at Guardians, and it takes like 
10 minutes, you know, from get to one end of the mm-hmm. park to the end of another park it's or whatever. Nice. Look, yeah. the, nice. the trick with the buses, you just have to dedicate <laughs> nope, a nope. number of hours to studying transportation infrastructure and maps. You love riding and, on a bus. He made a point of, I'm going to see how the internal, uh, in, like how the transportation you said, Jason works. said he was going to test the limits of the infrastructure. And I meaning- did it. I got it. <laughs> Cut on the last bus of the night out of Hollywood Studios, he would try which to get- I took a boat to. Wow. <laughs> what, no. uh, you do like a bus though, right? I like a bus. Yeah, I like a bus. Okay. Well, especially in Florida because it's so hot and the buses are so strongly air conditioned. Right. They are sometimes a relief. So if you're a fan of transfers, <laughs> then you're not going to find that at Disneyland. Do you recommend running those marathons? Um, well, if you're going to do any marathon, I don't recommend running marathons. But if you are, <laughs> if you're like dead set on doing it, it's the best one because there's a lot to see. So you get to ru- you run through the park before it opens. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's all the characters out there and people stop to take pictures. But like there's a line. I'm like, I'm not messing up my time. Um, but there's like a lot it's like really cool and especially if you're running at Disney World and you do have a lot to run through you're running through all the kingdoms Mm -hmm. Um, it still is 26.2 miles I think when people hear that I ran they're like oh you ran at Disney World that must have been you know easy and I'm like no it's still your feet moving 26.2 miles still regulation yeah Yeah. and also you can't go like if you are running you know too slow they'll come and cart you (laughs) Because they have to eventually like open the thing up, and it's like oh, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like you can't. Oh. It's not even that bad, but like it will catch up to you if you haven't trained at all. I didn't train as much as I should have, mm-hmm. so I was in a lot of pain. How oh do God. they cart? Like, do they just sort of like a golf cart? Wow, they're literally a cart. Well, yeah, I mean, like you can't, you can't take all day to run it right they give you a time limit right wow jason you should do that because then you'll get the experience of running and being in a golf cart uh my thing with marathons or hearing the horse i mean those you do have to like train a bit you do have to for, train a bit yeah or like people's yeah. body your body start to shut down it will if shut you down try to yeah. jump into right but i'm well i'm just saying that maybe even if you don't train they'll just golf cart you pretty quick and you'll get to take a golf cart through everything they just mm. give up right away yes well they're so the disneyland one i don't even know if they do it anymore they have different themed ones like they used to have the tower of terror like 10k or something mm-hmm. uh i did the half marathon at disneyland you actually ran through angel stadium as well because like just yeah. disneyland proper wasn't enough cool um but that one was only thir- only 13 miles 13.2 miles or whatever 13.1 um and back when I was running in college, I'm like, anyone could get to about 10 miles without training. Like, if you had to, if you yeah. like, if you were running for your life. <laughs> mm-hmm. But now that I'm a little bit older, I'm like, there's, I can barely run a mile. I don't know. <laughs> I like yeah. don't run anymore. So, but that was my like, I didn't really train for the half one because I already, I already done a full and I was like, I have enough. And I still was in so much pain. So, anyways. <laughs> Yikes. The medals, yeah, like, though, were pretty dope. Wait, yeah, so what's this, yeah, this medallion? Wait, explain, uh, describe this medallion. This sounds yeah, cool. Yeah, I'll show it to you. So I got, so you get one for each, one for each. Uh, so the marathon, I got a Mickey medallion. Um, some years they do a castle. You get the castle, which is really mm-hmm. cool. For the half marathon, I got Mickey running. It was a medallion. And if you do them both in the same year, it's called the Coast to Coast Marathon um, you get the Walt and Mickey. Wow. Oh, it's of that. 
I wonder, yeah. do, are these like valuable too? Because I feel very, very few people probably do both. Or do you do, this like, is it. that's really cool. Yeah. That's heavy duty. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's big. That's a size. It's good them. size, it's too. That's made big. a good material. So, so you technically get three, right? Because you get the one from Disney World, you get the one from Disneyland, and then you get mm-hmm. the medallion. Wow. wow. How do you got those displayed? Well, the, um, me right now, just in like a jewelry box, but that's, other people, yeah, you fine. can look at you know they have these huge oh, ways the yeah. goofy one is if you do the if you do the half on saturday and the full on sunday i think there is and there are some weekends where you can do a 5k on friday the half right. on saturday yeah. and the full on sunday oh my God. yeah like an iron man it's like if you want to kill thing. yourself yeah, there's you different wanna... metal levels and stuff yeah medically mm-hmm. that is not recommended i believe <laughs> unless you are like peak physical could like you know, you've pledged your allegiance to eating a lot of gym. Oh, I do need to say I'll probably get kicked out, but I don't care. Um, though, so there's a Run Disney Facebook group that has like no. thousands of people in it, oh. and it has the most drama all the time. I'm like, what in the world? But then you think of like people that run marathons, and they're probably obnoxious <laughs> and like <laughs> oh, suburban, suburban like you. parents that like. Well, we so I'm a kinesiology major. That's one of the reasons why I, I ran it. Is like I was just really athletic. Oh. Um, and so they had us, one of the things, it's exercise science. One of the things, one of the classes you have to take is sports marketing. And so we learned like with marketing, what they market at marathons, like who can afford to run a marathon? You mm. actually have, you know what I mean? Like if right. you yeah. if you dissect like your paying for airfares, travel stay, you're paying like hundreds of dollars to run, right? Mm-hmm. It's not for free. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just fascinating. So then you see all of that coming together in this run Disney group of like slightly <laughs> entitled runners who- Who are they- also Disney Disney people. people too, and there's a lot of. I said our Facebook group is really wonderful and uh, and and super positive, and I sometimes you see them say, which is this is nice that this group is great because I've been in other Disney groups that are not great. Yeah, the yeah. baby Yoda groups I'm in turn to hell. <laughs> no, I shared them what? on Twitter. I'm surprised they even kicked because I'm like a I'm a weasel. Like I will share what people are posting, and I uh-huh. share. It, but oh, there's yeah. thousands of people in there. You also forget like what other parts of America are like. Like they're very mm. like homophobic and racist, and um, and so yeah. <laughs> I think Baby Yoda's probably gay, and I don't like that. <laughs> no, but there was literally when they show oh, there was a huge thing in the Baby Yoda group whenever they showed, um, and I'll send you guys my thread because it's just insane. I was like keeping track on Twitter of like all the awful things people were saying in there, but when they showed Pedro Pascal's face, which like how did you not know it was Pedro Pascal? Like. We're all speaking of like when you call people real Star Wars fans, how did you not know that that was Mando? And so when he took his helmet off, we were like, what? Ugh. And then somebody was like, he's just a little gay looking for me. Oh, <laughs> I was just like, geez. I'm not into that. But I mean, if you are and we're like, this is really homo. She was like, I said, if you are, it's OK. I'm like, OK, but it was wild. The Baby yeah. Yoda groups were like. They and, went to hell. and multiple there were multiple groups that mm-hmm. all had uh, discord well, there's and, a pro-vaccination uh, one and an <laughs> no, anti-vaccination one and... you laugh but i am not oh another oh, I... fight that sorry i could talk about this no forever. keep going yeah i was gonna good. say yeah, another yeah. fight that got started was um when it was like i don't have kid. i'd rather have baby yoda than kids and like everyone started <laughs> it's just a joke you know people yeah. start it but then people that have kids were like i love my child blah 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 <laughs> and so it was like this huge fight so all i did was just screenshot it and share the I would black out names unless yeah. they were like Aww. super racist and then I was like you deserve it but 
Um, in the run Disney group, it's the same thing. It's so petty. So like somebody was like, hey, I don't really like the border for the Tower of Terror, which isn't a thing anymore. But like, like, I don't really like the border. Is there another border that we can get for when you're crossing the finish line? And someone did the SpongeBob meme and it was like, is there another border that we can get with this? <laughs> with, with the, and I'm like, you guys are so awful. Do you have nothing better to do with your lives than like attack each other on here? That's the suburbs. That's Great. So. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. I, I also, I'm in a lot of these Facebook groups. And the more, if it's a really big group, generally, yeah. you're going to see that type of thing. I won't say what, the, well, the, one of the nicer ones I'm in is the Chuck E. Cheese fan page. Oh, are they okay? Group. They're okay. They're <laughs> more, it's a much more pure Chucky love. But the other ones I'm in are very, uh, can get very toxic very fast, including my hometown's facebook group oh my and God. then the facebook group that's called like schomburg uncensored because they felt they were being censored in the main facebook oh. group wow i have one like that too I'll so they could like the, i'll have to tell you from for my uh the high school i went to in dallas i'll have to tell you after this. oh yeah oh, sure yes yeah, some things there, must be one uh, of the ones there was on one of the disney related ones there was a somebody asked like hey can anyone get me into galaxy's edge tomorrow which is back when they were doing reservations and it's like that is a thing to not like who's gonna do that right. maybe with a stranger so it's kind of a weird ask they the people roasted this poor woman hundred comments long of like oh yeah well how about you also can you i'll loan you my car too <laughs> and it's like well wait what if a minute it's just someone's mom who doesn't know anything yeah like why do yeah. you even have to like, like why do you have to humiliate this person they on facebook thought it was an extra ticket like the kind you you get at staples for yeah. raffles where it's like you hold one i'll hold one and like just, oh if i'm not there make sure you listen for my number just hundreds of people lighting Aww. this poor woman up and it's like i was just asking and of course like yeah okay, okay i just have to read this is the original start of my thread i said i'm in some baby yoda groups and and this is the post that got me on to the fact that there's drama because I don't pay attention. I'm not really on Facebook. It says, okay, let me make this very clear. I joined this group for all things Baby Yoda, babies, pets, memes, etc. I am leaving because of all the drama and fighting surrounding babies, pets, etc. If you don't like it, don't comment in caps. Admins need to take more care of this group. Tired of the drama. So I saw that pop up on my feed and I'm like, what is happening in this Baby Yoda group? Anyone who talks about drama too much, I am like, you you are suspect. You they, are not trustworthy. Yes, you perhaps are a participant in the drama. <laughs> yeah. Perhaps drama. one of the primary participants in the drama. I'm sorry, I just have one more and then sure, I'm going to put yeah. this away. Okay, Go so this is this in day. the Baby Yoda group. It literally says Baby Yoda posting. Okay, Baby Yoda is cool, but the level of obsession this group has with him is just cringe. <laughs> It has 655 comments. Oh, my God. <laughs> the, the group is dedicated to cringe. You can't call something cringe if the whole point is cringe. Like, it's all cringe. Oh my it's gosh. all cringe. I, yeah. It makes me so excited. Why would yeah. liking uh, babies, real babies, and liking Baby Yoda be mutually exclusive? Why do you have to pick a side between Baby Yoda and babies? There, yeah, no, I, that doesn't make any sense. I just all of these all of these groups are pressure cookers for what's every like anything that's going on in people's brains. True, and it's like they, it can't help but come out. I mean, mm -hmm. the country is a little. It's we're coming off like there was a news clip recently where someone's like, "I voted for Amy Klobuchar because I went eeny meeny miny mo," and I'm like, "That's nuts." <laughs> that's, but a large portion of the electorate does that. Oh, I like their last name. Like, oh no. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> 
that's what it drives me that i hear people use the email my own to pick what they watched first on Disney Plus instead mm-hmm. of taking the Boogity Challenge. Okay. Drives me out of my mind. They sure. need to Madness. watch Mr. Boogity first. <laughs> There's some weird movie we oh, yeah, people heard, watch. Yeah, oh, a lot of people are excited challenge. about it. Yeah, Boogity yeah. Challenge worked, worked out great. Yes. yes. With, with uh, educated Disney Plus viewers. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, uh, I wonder. I'll have to look into it later, but I do wonder if there are like fan page Facebook for rides specifically, because obviously there's plenty of Disney and Disneyland, but this is good just, content for the future. Yes. Yeah, Let's for like Peter Pan two, we'll we'll see if we can find yeah. specific Facebook groups and see how much drama there is. If people like the update in nineteen uh, nineteen eighty three better than they liked it in uh, twenty fifteen, maybe mm-hmm. there was definitely because I'm on like oh my Disney and like a bunch of those Disney things um, when the whole pirates where they switched out the wenches. Oh, there was right, a, right. oh so much on Instagram, no less. That's not mm-hmm. even, fa- I mean, I guess it's owned by Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, all the fighting about it, I saw on Insta and all the, with all the Disney peeps. It's crazy. Yeah. I, that's, you talked about the Imagineering story early and it's funny how early episodes are like, and then they figured out how to make a ghost that was alive. And then later episodes and fan backlash and toxic <laughs> Facebook. Ah, uh, this has to be in the Imagineering <laughs> thing. Boo. The 2010s are terrible. Um, yes, uh, the 2010s are well, they're terrible. Over, they're, they're over. They're over, they're over and they were terrible. They were me. terrible. Okay. Um, I was going to sure say. 2020s will be great. No yeah, everything's going to be fine from here on <laughs> yeah, out, but yeah, that yeah. 10 years was there, bad. It's not going to be good. Uh, I mean, in the 1980s, there was a lot of controversy around like Peter Pan in the parks because when they redid Fantasyland, I mean, you hear Tony Baxter talk about like, yeah, we were really, it felt kind of like a gamble to just shut down all this stuff for yeah. a long time. And sure. then, then they re- took out the um, the pirate ship in Skull Rock and like they were thinking maybe they'd move it. But then the pirate ship had rotted. It pretty much just fell apart when they tried to pick it up. Mm-hmm. So there was a, yeah, there was a lot more early Disneyland, a lot more Peter Pan presence with that ship and the rock. And now yeah. it is down. Now it is the it is this ride. Uh, and it's we do we think that they took things from the ship and put them in the ride like they, lanterns and stuff or is that not true they said the yes yeah. ye- according to yesterworld yes uh they're not sure about lantern stuff but that hook there's like one hook like captain hook mm. hook that you can see sort of right when the ride starts that they may uh, that he thinks um was saved from the restaurant i think some set dressing yeah okay very mild there's nothing like crazy there's nothing chicken of the sea branded Mm-hmm. That's what that ship was. It was a chicken of the sea oh. restaurant. Oh, interesting! I didn't, I didn't know that. So, I, I believe so. Yes. Wow. I, I yeah, my mom was. A, I, th- I think. Am I making that up? No, you're oh, right. You're. On, <laughs> trust me. I will assure you, it was definitely chicken of the sea diet. Figured um, that I never lived to see the chicken of the sea to eat a chicken of the sea branded tuna sandwich wow. at Disney with a cup of Folgers coffee and. All the good, the good stuff. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, with a, with a side of Fritos and uh, Aunt Jemima syrup, and it's all the odd brands in the early days. Yeah, I mean, we did live through the two thousands, where uh, for a little while they're like, well, I guess people like wheat bread now, and everything was served on like wheat buns, like oh. weird plasticky wheat buns, oh. and. And then the, it has swung back. I mean, this swung is really deep in the episode, sure. so we can't get yeah. off on a wheat tangent. But I feel like wheat has swung back. <laughs> wheat was like the classier, healthier choice for a while, yeah. mm-hmm. and now everyone's like, "Well, wheat is like Monsanto, and that's all processed, and we so should do bother? wheat." I mean, obviously, bread is bad now in general, but wheat is now. I would I'll pick white bread over wheat bread now. 
Whereas I used to be like, well, I'm... Yeah, Mike used to give me such a hard time for buying white bread. Yeah. For I, buying sourdough bread and white bread. Because I'm an idiot. Because I don't know what's yeah. going on. I don't know anything about health. I liked vitamin water. I thought there was full of vitamins. <laughs> I, I will say, I like, Disney, like, cheap, like, br- cheapy brioche or, like, the uh, New England-style, like, buns that are, like... Or, or like, uh, Hawaiian sweet rolls cut down the middle. It's like, oh, I'd always rather that than something, like, mm-hmm. Well, you were right. Thing. I'm sorry. I, All first right. Of all, I want to formally apologize to you Who for Who knew the wheat bread controversy would be solved on Peter Pan? Yeah, I didn't... Incredible. I, I didn't know. <laughs> Long You really brewing. never have to grow up in Neverland. <laughs> Peter Pan would be like, oh, I don't want to know about all this bread stuff. <laughs> Just, I, like I want to be a little boy forever. They don't Pan really address, uh, address what the Lost Boys eat. I mean, in Hook, they do. They oh, eat like course. candy Slop. and ice cream. Oh, yeah. They eat a bunch of gloop. They yeah, eat they a bunch eat of goop. colored clay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Um, there are so many different Peter Pans. Yeah, mm-hmm. a ton. This There is a new Peter Pan movie every three years. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking, I, I was coming into this episode thinking, I like the ride a lot I, i'm not that fond of peter pan and i rewatched the movie to see like what is my problem with this because i think i'm a little creeped out by some things about it in general and i was like but but i like the ride i like the world i like being on a pirate ship and i like uh going to skull rock and i like captain hook and i realized what i don't like and it is peter pan himself <laughs> oh interesting i think he is a selfish nuisance mm-hmm. in my memory He's nothing but horrible to Wendy. And then I watched it and confirmed this, Mm -hmm. that one of their first interactions is that he shows up and he's like a celebrity to them because they're always telling stories about him. And then, so she's kind of like verbal vomiting because like, oh my God, I'm talking to the real Peter Pan. She's going on and on while she's sewing his shadow back. She's doing work for him. And he says, wait, wait, I want to get it right. Uh, uh, oh, the, she's going on and on, and then he's like, "Girls talk too much." <laughs> yeah, that oh. is really harsh. <laughs> well, yeah. get on with it, girl. Like, what is this? Off? He's like, women just... be shopping. <laughs> <laughs> Shut <laughs> up and sew. <laughs> I'm a little boy with a lot of energy. I need that shadow on me asap. He's. Uh, oh, I was gonna say, is Shadow the name of the guy who wrote the game? But it's mystery. <laughs> he's like the oh, he's like yeah. Peter Pan read the game, <laughs> and he's negging Wendy. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yes, sure, sure, sure. I feel like he's not very nice to Tinkerbell either. No, he's no, not. And he pits them against each other, and then she's he she whispers or she twinkles in his ear, and Wendy's like, "What did the uh, what'd she say?" And he says, "Tig says you're a big ugly girl." <laughs> This is awful. This is why I don't care for. I think the world is great. I think he's terrible. He's a never grow a boy who never grows up. Yeah. Who like dresses like an ice dancer all the time. <laughs> I don't. I think he. But I think uh, this is never going to happen. But I would like to. Can we just keep the world and replace the protagonist? Mm-hmm. I don't want to see these weird British movies every three years with these creepy boys playing this terrible character. I'm a big Mister Smee guy. Yeah. yeah, now there we go. He's a cool guy. Good in the cartoon. Good as Bob Hoskins. All good. Oh, Did- Bob Hoskins is so great in yeah. that role. While, uh, while I'm calling for Disney Plus series, how about 
Jason Sheridan is Smee. Smee. <laughs> like, just called Smee. And it's a young, young, Mr. Smee. young Mr. Smee. It's before he meets Captain Hook. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> young Smee. It's like young Pope or whatever. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Young, okay, yeah. Jason young Sheridan Sheldon, is. young Smee. Young Sheldon, young Smee, young Pope. Jason Sheridan is young Smee. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. I was Smee's the- clearly the brains of the operation. Poor Captain Hook is clearly shell-shocked by his insane life. Like, you know, there's a Smee character in um, The Princess and the Frog. Do you remember that guy? He's like yeah, um, the prince's assistant, essentially. Right. But it is fascinating because it's like what would happen if Smee got to control? Because mm-hmm. that guy sells out his, the prince. I can't remember his yeah. name right I don't care. Um, there's a lot of, yeah. It's, it's, it is a sort oh, of and a, I guess like, sorry. No, okay. um What's his name from Gaston? LeFou. I was going to yeah. say something about Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And doesn't, there's kind of, isn't there, they're kind of a bumbling uh, little mermaid. Isn't there sort of a, oh, oh. somebody's helping Prince well, Eric, right? Or is that, no, he's no, like an older. No, but he's good, though. Prince Eric is good. Mm-hmm. The Sultan is Cogsworth. kind of like Smee. And Cogsworth is type Cogsworth. too. Yes. Yeah. Little, little bumbling. stuffy Low status guy. Who are very short. The short. queen's what? The king the in handsome, Alice in Wonderland? Like that, like that. Uh, Next to the handsome playmaker or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Is Captain Hook handsome? He, no. <laughs> I'm, I just, it was a thought I had. I think Dustin in the Hoffman. Movie, in Hook he is. In Hook, yeah. yeah he's Isn't of, Jackman Hook in a movie? Jackman, Jack- I think, is Hook. Yeah. One of he's not Pan, he's Hook. And Christopher Walken was in the musical, the live <laughs> oh musical. God. That was bonkers. Who is the hottest Hook? It's Hoffman. <laughs> Hoffman. Hoffman. Hook. Yeah. yeah. Hoffman, yeah. Are we forgetting some, though? Man, I'm no, sure. No, or is it no, this live in action? the other one. Yeah. Oh, this, is it the animated one? Is the animated one to anyone hotter than Hoffman? <laughs> <laughs> I bet there are a lot of people who would say animated. Mm hmm. Yeah, if you consider height the issue, like if you if you if he you is think tall, he's a tall for everyone that's saying that they want tall in their mm-hmm. bios or whatever. But right. Jay, I'm realizing now, Jason, I feel bad because you are a, you're a shorter man, and they're all the shorter characters are all these bumbling, snivelly, uh, well, uh, often with like a like a much taller wife who's mean to them. Scott, well, I. Look, I just want to work. <laughs> That's fine. You can That's be fine. the first empowered I don't empowered want a Smee. partner who's mean to me. I don't mind if they're taller than me. Yes, That's young usually you been my dear. dating experience. That's fine. Young Smee I'm can, secure about that. Young Smee is a reimagining of the legend of Smee, too. So he can yeah. be a different... We don't have to this go This is going to be path. a Smee with agency. I am Smee gonna, with agency. Yeah, I mean, I've got to get jacked. i I got to get jacked <laughs> young for Young Smee. Smee. i got to get jacked to do some of these run Disney, run universal event that's how you do and if i get jacked enough finally we can have a canon short wolverine wolverine in the comic books is five three mm-hmm. i'm five one and a half so getting there oh my god uh, rod sir i'm five four and i always remind people rod serling is five four mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. i, I always he thought short. he was a tall man. yeah no oh, he's man. and also i was gonna say there's a very smee like character in uh everyone's favorite which is um Time Enough at Last with Bridges Meredith where he steps on his glasses end of the world Mm -hmm. and his wife is awful to him. She is so mean. Yeah, and I'm like, he didn't deserve what happened. I don't know if anyone realizes at the end when they're like, oh my God, and then he all he wants to do is read and when he finally gets to, he steps on his glasses. And it's like, no, but he was nice the entire time and they were all shitty to him. All he wanted to do was read and they made him feel like a dork. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't make sense. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. what R- Rod Serling is trying to say is life is unfair, especially if you're a dork. 
Jordan Peele, I am available to do a remake of Time Enough at Last as well. Uh, good. Uh, but anyway, yes. that was a very Smee-like character. Yes. I'm curious. I like that. I, I want to know Hottest Hook, but I also want to know Hottest Short King. Uh, uh, well, like of all of these guys, of all of these little uncouth to nominate yourself. But <laughs> Jason number one for casting hot parts, short so. king. Jason Sheridan number one, number two. Uh, Wolverine? Can we put fictional Probably character Wolverine. with? I mean, but Wolverine. actually, it's huge. How tall is Hugh Jackman? Well, but that's the thing. He's the like, Wolverine in the movie is very is tall. very he's tall, but is Hugh Jackman not, not as tall? I think he's like five ten or five eleven. Actually, maybe think, taller. I, I think, think he might um, be taller. Tom Cruise is also five four. There's actually like a list. It makes me feel good. I have like a list of all the celebrities that are also my height. Whoa. I, I am curious. Pull up the list. Um, the uh, I think it's bizarre that oh. Jackman has been. Tall Hook and small Wolverine. Oh yeah, good point. He's six two by the way. He's tall. Oh, he's oh, tall. Oh, never mind. Okay, so Dustin Hoffman is my height. He's is five four. What? Wow, wow. you're a Hook's wow. height. You're a Hook. Well, he really commanded that in a way. See, it's all about your personality. Personality, that uh, way they shoot it. Tom Cruise, Jet Li, Ben Stiller, and Charlie Chaplin. Wow. Stars. Wow. Ben Stiller's that? And Seth Green. Did I say that? Yeah. Mm. Wow. That's a good lineup. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty good. So yeah. we've we've come up with a couple different shows here today. I feel very productive on this. Yeah, yeah. No, a lot of show ideas. But let's make sure we cover... We should, we should start winding it down. But so so uh, besides hot, show ideas... Hot Short Kings. Yeah, yeah. No, no we'll get... Hot well, yes. Short Kings. I, I'm, yeah. I think I'm the most curious to give some love to... I mean, I don't want to discount Wolverine or Jason, but I want to give some love to one of these Short Kings who... Uh, is has a big tall wife who's mean to them. Uh, uh, if within those characters, who's the hottest? Let's make them feel better. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Uh, so you... this is tough because some of these characters are like a foot tall. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have a front runner. I have to think about this. Audience, tell us. Audience, yeah. tell us. How to, how to shirt king. Uh, and it can be Jason. Um, uh, I feel like I should mention uh, we haven't really talked about the crocodile. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. I like the crocodile. I think <laughs> I used to be scared of him as a kid because he's scary and hook. Mm-hmm. Like he's mounted, but then he does eat Dustin Hoffman at the end. Uh, but like, and I think I was even a little nervous about him at the ride. But as I got a little older, I realized like, oh no, the enemy of our enemy is our friend. Like the crocodile's good. Mm-hmm. Another yeah. thing that they use that design, it looks like in Princess and the Frog with that. Very similar. Yes. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm, that's a gator but yeah. like yeah it's yeah there's they're in the same like family they're big, the they're big happy dudes mm-hmm. yes yeah they like clap they're and whatnot mm-hmm. he's like very he's very uh humanistic yeah, gregarious yeah. perhaps um yeah. i in all of the in all of the peter pans uh worldwide the the scene of hook uh, with his legs on yeah. either side of the mm-hmm. um, the crocodile's jaws is uh, is wonderful. Um, yeah, I, I was gonna say like all of these scenes at the end I like when they're on the pirate ship. I like it. It feels like I can I probably could touch all of their faces if I wanted to. Like it's mm-hmm. so close. And last time I was on it, I was like, this feels too close mm. and I'm surprised it's not happened where somebody like knocks hook off of the crocodile mm. <laughs> or like puts his puts their foot out and does it banned mm. forever yes or like yeah, yeah had like an umbrella because you can bring an umbrella on the ride 
easily Why, don't smack. give people ideas oh, yeah, I, you're okay i should probably edit this out and lose these because <laughs> then i'll be it'll be traced back to me and then they'll we be able know to the sue source me. we know who planted the idea there's a rash of uh umbrella hits to the face to captain hook and it's all because i just said that this was a manchurian candidate situation they were patsies and i Carlson tenanted was... them with this episode <laughs> right, i incepted yes. them i tenanted <laughs> them <laughs> i i'd like to give credit to the the uh the uh, again, all these some of these scenes that you think have always been there uh, uh, w- came in much later, and that the the sword fight on the mast, yeah, uh, between Peter and Captain Hook was a Disney World invention, and then added later yes. to Disneyland. Yes. But that feels like it always should have been there, and Disney World did it first, and, and it's very good. And the Mermaid Lagoon was Disney World first, and then they added it to Disneyland later. Mm-hmm. That is uh, speaking of mermaids, uh, unique to the Paris one. It seems like the Paris one and in a scene which is like full size sexy lady mermaids <laughs> so the French folks the French <laughs> um, this was another problem I had with the film where Peter shows up and all of the mermaids just swooning over him mm-hmm. they just like it's their voices are like orgasmic like oh Peter mm-hmm. and he's like Hey, girls, want to hear about my sword fights? And like, why would they be? They're all like pushing each other away to like, no, me, I oh. want to be. You know, women, you love a, a, a grown, you love a man who's a little boy forever, mm-hmm. who wears a little hat with a feather. Well, that's just how guys like back then it was like women were for you like the world is yours and women are specifically mm-hmm. made for you i mean it's true mm-hmm. that's like sure how and yeah, that's why it was yeah. such a big deal i mean i talked with Paige o'hara who's Belle. like it was such a big deal her character was totally different she was like get married me no mm-hmm. like uh you know and she eventually fell for a prince who was ugly apparently i thought he was very cute but like <laughs> you know um she really fell in love with her heart not her mm-hmm. eyes um but yeah she read and that's what made her weird and it was reading just, a book yeah these ideas <laughs> so uh, peter pan is kind of like you know left over from that world where it was like this is met you know a little what would a little boy going through puberty want like half naked women and like sword fights mm-hmm. and like a following of like little pudgy kids that like look up to him and <laughs> you know there's i know two women who i make fight over who gets me and then a different group of five women who also fight over me okay it's pretty much everybody's looking at me at all times scott is motion capture pan in a new disney peter pan oh movie. yeah <laughs> oh, no. so you'll be a little boy but it'll You'll no. have the balls on your no, face. No, well, I, I don't want to move like that. Yeah, you have to. I don't to. want to have to be in a little hat. You have to be. No, I'm not. This this show idea is canceled. This All right, is canceled. fine. Jason will do it. I was going to say, in several adaptations, they've had a girl play that part just mm-hmm. because they end up looking, you know, m- m- mainly when boys get to that uh, age, they are kind of transitioning so they don't sound exactly and look as like little twinkish as he is. <laughs> He's very twinky. And um and I would honestly rather see that. I'd rather mm-hmm. see a queer girl that's like, you know, oh I have all these women that love me. <laughs> you oh, know? Yeah, like sure. that she it could get updated. Well yeah. from the stage traditionally. Yeah. yeah Peter Pan. You and Allison by, Williams, Allison Williams was Peter Pan, right? Live. In the last the yeah. NBC, live broadcast the, one. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, um, so fine. Scott isn't going to do it. You're off the hook. All right, I do. It's more progressive if I don't. Good if, excuse. If we're talking, um, you know, children, I do have a request from the listeners. Uh, a call for art in the queue for the uh, for Peter Pan's flight in Florida. 
There's these darling little yeah, portraits. If them. someone could draw us in this style, <laughs> uh, that would really make my day. I'll post this on the Twitter, sending out a call for this to all of our talented artists. I listeners. love those. I, I think... Um, Should that take precedent though, over drawing you as young Smee? I mean, also do that, but... They maybe live hand in hand. seems like... Yeah, good point. An, I haven't... I oh, must have yeah. been drawn... Yeah, you have to have little, that little Michael there with the uh, little hat. Little the Michael sailor with the hat. hat. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, all of them are in their Sunday best. They're in their Sunday best when you get you sit for a picture. You know? Yeah. Mm, well, draw right. me however you want, just not in a feathered hat. Mm-hmm. I'm, but I'm causing it to happen. Now. Yeah, I know. There's gonna be some horrible Peter Pan art that comes out. Draw of Scott it. like maybe Pan. don't draw Scott like Pan. I <laughs> secretly this is the Streisand send effect. Send it to me. Bang a rang. Send it to bang a rang. No, no, no. Bang a rang. I'll set up a secret email called Scott is Pan at gmail.com. <laughs> email that oh. email address with your pictures of Scott as Pan, oh, and I will I print them the out. Phrase, Scott is Pan. Scott, Scott is no, Pan. No, That's no, for no. Podcast. No. The ride uncensored. <laughs> yeah, talk well, about you... all the forbidden pans. Uh, no, I'm mostly out of my notes. The last thing I'll yeah. say is that the volcano near in the Neverland scene, uh, it's uh, that's like bubbling. It's just uh, tiny styrofoam balls, and there's air blowing on it. That's oh. how they get the effect. Very cool. Oh, oh, how's that? Yeah. Uh, closing thoughts from you. Um, don't do anything to the captain. <laughs> <laughs> don't smash him with an umbrella. umbrella. Um, no, and just like I love, I still am such a fan of the London town, yeah, the flyover, mm-hmm. and uh, and yeah. the kids landing on the clock tower hand. Oh, yes, that's yes. very cool. Oh, Absolutely. yeah, 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 uh, yeah. And those little projection enhancements of all. There's a lot of projection going on in Shanghai. It's all so nice. It's a lot of the sword fight uh, happens, uh, like going screen to screen and in and out of the ma- the 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 mast with projections. And I don't know all the all the recent Imagineers have done such great jobs with all these rides. It's such a perfect like example of. I mean, they kind of do it with other rides, but it seems like this one gets almost the most like incremental love out of every ride because you think like if we've talked about haunted mansion like there's definitely things you could do to plus that up and make some effects cooler but it feels Mm -hmm. like pan they're all like everyone's obsessed with pan and like perfecting pan yeah in a in a fun way it's kind of everyone's favorite although i have a theory that you're either a a toad person or a pan person you both said toad toad. you both said toad and i said technically i think i like pan better but i love toad yeah i think toad people came to be because the line was too long Mm, so then they were like well i just got to go on toad then and then you're just like keep riding that ride Mm -hmm. every time you come it does make it more appealing uh uh, and i did in japan get because of rain i got to achieve the dream of a zero weight peter pan's flight which was wonderful and transcendent and uh yeah uh, try to uh go when it's raining like crazy and maybe you'll get on this ride in a reasonable mm-hmm. amount of time. Uh one of the best descriptions of Pan, of course, and they Tony Baxter always talks about this. It's quote surprisingly well preserved in a lot of places. Uh Ray Bradbury sent Walt Disney a note saying, I will be eternally grateful. Today I flew out of a child's bedroom window in a pirate galleon on my way to the stars. It had nothing to do and... with the ride either. <laughs> oh yeah. He was a bit of a character. He was just <laughs> um uh geez. Well that was tons of fun Danny Fernandez you survived podcast the ride. Thanks for being here. That was a blast of a topic. Uh uh let's exit through the gift shop. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Yeah um my podcast Nerdificent it's uh wherever you get your pod 
podcasts. You can follow me at Ms. Danny Fernandez. It's M-S-D-A-N-I-F-E-R-N-A-N-D-E-Z. And oh, I have a book. I'm in a book on Audible. Well, you can also get it in paperback. It's called The Good Immigrant. Um, It's a collection of essays from actors and writers of color. There's a UK edition and then we did an American edition. Uh, So it's 26 writers reflect on America. And you can listen to me read my essay on Audible. Cool. Great. Awesome. Check it out. Uh, And of course, uh, sign up for any and all Baby Yoda Facebook groups. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, just start clicking on them. If you have and... Ralph in other countries, please send me my character saying my oh, name in yeah. different languages. Yeah, jeez, that is that's so, great. That's yeah, so, so cool. if... you need a supercut of that. Yeah, we have. I've looked at the things. There are people in other countries listening. So if you have that Blu-ray or something, yeah, send a little clip. Yeah, that's fun. I think I technically could also just turn the language setting on mine. <laughs> this is more fun <laughs> though. But this is more yeah, interactive. Person, yeah, it's true. You yeah. need the PAL. You need the a PAL copy. Oh yeah, because it's region yeah. specific. Yeah, true. So um, yeah, and as for us, uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and uh, subscribe to uh, Podcast the Ride, the Second Gate at uh, Patreon.com/slash Podcast the Ride. Mm-hmm. Uh, full Fabio Goose incident to episode come. <laughs> to come. And um, uh, yeah, just remember that hashtag Scott is pants. Fuck, god damn it! Just remember. <laughs> How did I, I've got gotten off easy lately? I think I'm gonna have is, to make the email address scottispan at gmail. Draw us as the darling, as the darling children. If it's a uh, separate email that I don't have to look at, then yeah, wonderful. Yeah, send them to send them to Mike. You guys creep out with these horrible I'll, photos. I'll figure out a way when to spring it on you at the worst possible time. So yeah, don't send it It'll to be Twitter. On a stage. It'll be on a stage. It'll be on a stage somewhere. Don't <laughs> no, send it to Twitter. No. Don't even let him know. He'll forget about it after this record and then send it yeah, email. Side note, we, we've come to a decision that we are uh, our live recording career is over. There will be no more live mm. shows. I'm, I'm, I, I will no longer be touring. No, I'm sorry. Much I think like you're Brian Wilson. Out. I think uh, your mic is cutting uh, out. Uh, that's the yeah, end. Let me just, oh yeah, shows. Scott, your mic is broken. I wait. I yeah, you're not. I can't hear you. That's too bad. All right. Well, anyway, Scott is pan at Gmail. Jason, do you have anything to say? Uh, no. Uh, draw us. Yeah, give us those short kings. Uh, draw us, darling children. Scott is pan. Most importantly, Scott is Scott is pan. Forever dog. This has been a forever dog production. Executive produced by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm. Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. <laughs>